0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Fake niggas get flipped, and Mike fights a swing, swords, and cut clown. Shit is too swift to bite, you record and write it down. I flow like the blood on the murder scene, like a syringe, on some wild-out shit to insert the fiend. But it was yo out the shop, stolen art, catch a swollen heart from not rolling smart
2: hey welcome to the blackout Test podcast your host rod and
1: karen
2: and uh happy birthday karen Woo-hoo! A very special birthday edition of the show um you took the day off
3: yes and the rest of the week because it's because i it was funny though they was like you off for the rest of the week i was like yeah i was like um it's a national holiday might not be for you but it is for me
2: yeah birthday brunch
3: yes and a mm-hmm. birthday nap and it was funny though because uh, uh i had uh woke up and realized like my mama called me i got us uh, some texts and stuff and i looked at them, i was like yeah i'll get back to them later Then we went out to brunch and i laid on that chair and for three hours just slipped away i called my mama i said i know you called me at like 8, 8 a.m <laughs> this morning it's two um but i am alive and i'm here and uh today has been great i was unproductive and that's all that's all my desire was for to be today is unproductive
2: and to keep the birthday fun rolling uh we had a, f- a friend of the show uh, a person that has been nominated for a tippy
3: yes
2: um and uh her first this is her first solo appearance on the show it's comedian rhett thompson um uh, also known as black and these chick you can f- listen to a podcast black and these chick or you can go to com. What's going on, Rhett? How you doing?
1: Oh of my chippy to podcast land. I'm so excited to be here. This is just, this is, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm on the black eye who tips. I see all your fans chatting it up, wishing Karen a happy birthday. It is Karen's day of birth. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm just excited that I look like, uh, just now I was doing rap lyrics, uh, looking like someone's
2: assistant. Someone's, <laughs> <You did. laughs> someone's. You did, you did Ma- so well. Maybach music assistant was reading <laughs> off lyrics, saying, you...
1: this is what they've, this is what your ghost writers have submitted to you, Mr. Ross. I'm not saying he's.
2: Well, you, right. you, you did it so well, well right. <laughs> you, you did those uh, you did those lyrics extremely well yes I, you did i tried to give you some lyrics that had something to do with a sword in it because i knew you would feel more comfortable and uh you knocked it out of the yes. park yes no um, i
1: love i love
2: a good sword yes definitely now Rhett, uh it's been a while since we got to like check in with you you're doing the podcast thing uh solo now how does it feel
1: oh my god it, it it's it's is a weird feeling like before with my my old podcast the brown skin and glasses it was great because i had a partner and you know it had a certain flow we were really getting into a, a, a certain rhythm with it and now doing it by myself like when i first started it was scary because you're doing everything by yourself
4: mm-hmm.
1: but then it's it's cool because you know i had to i realized that I was going on a totally different path, you know. It's 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 like dancing. It's the difference between dancing, uh, ballroom dancing with someone, and then doing the two-step. You're just hoping you're on beat. You're hoping you're on beat, and hoping <laughs> that other people don't mind that you're on beat. But but it's cool. Like I've gotten um, some really good feedback. Um, a lot of the fans who listen to the old podcast um, actually have um, given it a, a try. My new podcast. And it's great because actually the numbers are, are 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 the download numbers. You know sometimes it's hard to tell what's going mm-hmm. on with all of that, but you know it's it's at a really good steady clip. So I'm I'm really pleased with that. Yeah,
2: really you already totally. you already have done so much work, uh, like you said with brown skin and glasses. So you got a lot of carryover from that. You know people that still want to hear them some red. You know, now do, do you feel like, uh, you know, Lamont was just holding you back from being the Ooh. rat that you need to be since since he isn't here?
1: You get all controversial and stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is what we do here at the Blackout oh, You know, every
4: time
2: you love it. every time you came on the show with Lamont, the poll was who won brown red or yeah, Lamont? Yeah, so, so now you're here by yourself so we can't have that as a poll but i Mm-mm. feel like we should still talk about lamont in spirit so i mean you feel <laughs> yes. f- you feel freer now you can do your <laughs> tangents nobody's gonna cut you off nobody's gonna try to shade you about if you were late to the podcast because who cares if you were late to the podcast if you're doing it by yourself yep because when you start it's on time
1: too. This is very true. I mean, the the great thing about having a partner is that you are, um, accountable to someone. Um, but, and, and it's great that you can like, you know, feed off of each other. You know, Lamont was very good with technical stuff and it, it was nice. We had a nice cohesion, not, not just like on the actual recorded podcast, but like, you know, you know, we, we were really copacetic with a lot of things, but I think at the end of the day, Lamont just didn't, You know, he felt like that wasn't really fitting into what he really wanted to do. Mm. And and I was able to talk him out of it like twice before. So, but by the time it was third time, I was like, okay, you just gotta, you gotta let it go. You know, Mm. I'm, I'm, getting old so it's like it's like a relationship you know i'm i'm getting too old to beg a dude to stay if you want to go you need to express yourself creatively on your own i have to respect that Mm. and it's great because i get to do what i want to do and um i'm excited actually the next episode is going to be released uh tonight probably shortly after this um after we finish up our session here so it'll be about midnight ish about midnight ish it'll, it'll drop and i'm um, really excited really excited about it uh, i'd I love to hear people's feedback on it um yeah <laughs> one thing
3: i was going to say one thing that i i do uh enjoy about your show is when people do shows solo you can really see how their mind ticks. Because I, I listen a lot to podcasts. And so I was like, you know what? It's scatterbrained. It's everywhere. We're jumping from topic to topic. But, th- but that's how you function. And that's not a bad thing. But that's just how your mind functions. And it's just one of those things where it's, it's almost like Amber P. Where I just jump on and just ride. And wherever you take me, that's where we're going. You know, it's like wherever you go, whatever's on your mind be it your mother be it your clothes be it your feet be it your shoes be it your hair i'm like yes i understand and it's one of those things where for those of you out there please check it out because when i tell you it is a fun ride for your listening ears it really is
2: yeah and the thing Uh, is i um like i think you have to be a little bit like crazy quote-unquote uh eccentric whatever to do a show by yourself because like i like it's one of those things where i always feel like if if it flows too well then it's boring and i don't want to hear it you know like so it's that fine line where like if you don't have a really like magnetic personality if you're not gonna kind of surprise me with the way that you think and the way that you like jump from topic to topic then i would tune out you know so i feel like it works for you. Like you can do a show by yourself and I feel like people would be like, Yes, I want to <laughs> listen to that. Whereas I feel like if I did a show by myself, it would be kinda boring. So uh I i applaud uh, well, you. Oh
1: well Uh well I I appreciate that truly. And eventually I will have guests eventually. I actually do have a couple of folks um, That have expressed interest about being on the show is just figure out the logistics of it.
2: Yeah, and what do you and, think uh, about doing the technology side of it? Because, yeah. you know, the technical side to me is really the biggest hindrance.
3: Yes, for a lot of people.
1: Yes, it is. It is. Let me tell you, because that was the great thing about having Lamont. Lamont was like all about that. Lamont. You know, he is a total audiophile. You know, he has a background in radio. Um, So he was all into that. He had all the programs and stuff already. So it was basically I just had to show up. We would have ideas and stuff, and then, you know, we could do our thing. But for this right now, um, I just wanted to see what would work for me. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm using um, Audacity, but I feel that pretty soon I'm going to upgrade. I always like to try something out see how it works for me in my own workflow but um audacity is the the free um it's like linux it's like shareware kind of sort of mm-hmm. so like anybody could record on for of that but it's very um it can get kind of glitchy mm-hmm. and you know it's very dependent on the internet and i live out in the country so sometimes <laughs> it has a mind of its own so um right now audacity and currently on, uh, Potomatic and Stitcher. Eventually I'm going to, you know, uh, distribute the podcast on, on the other, uh, the other major, the other major, uh, distribution networks and stuff. But, um, that's what, that's what I got going on so far. But I'm really excited about the episode that's going to be coming out, uh, tonight slash tomorrow because, mm-hmm. um, I've been experimenting a lot with music. And, like, how was that breaks up my segments and, uh,
2: um, yeah. There's a so, lot of stuff like that where you have to, like, feel your way out. Like, that was the yeah. thing about this show is yeah. we don't – you never really know what your show's going to sound like in a year. You don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to sound like in six months. You kind of – you're kind of just hoping you're still doing it in six months. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. there's little things, like you said, feedback and beginning. like, that's very important. The, like, the, what do people want to hear kind of, but – you know also just kind of like are they enjoying it you know because if people are enjoying it and i'm already comfortable sweet you know what i mean um uh, but when mm. it comes to like stuff like you know uh setting up the tech like how, how do i get my sound right like that, what, and, what the hell, hell know, is the
3: rss feed? or, right. or just know. you know there's
2: been times where like i would listen back to our show and i'm like the fuck was that hissing? like i didn't hear it when i was recording now, now it'll just it'll <laughs> right. drive me crazy. Like the next time I'm recording, I'm just like, is it hissing right now? And I can't hear it and I don't know. And I'm like, I can find <laughs> out till two days from now when I'm listening to the show and I'm like, what the fuck just happened to my audio? Right. Like stuff like that, you know, uh, we used to have a cord on the mic that if it touched something, it would make this weird like popping sound. Yes. But but if you didn't have your headphones, oh, wow. if you didn't have your headphones up loud enough, you, you couldn't hear, hear the it. popping sound during the recording. Mm. But then when well, later when you went and like played it back, you just said pop pop. Uh, and it was driving me crazy so like i completely understand how you it's almost like it's still a trial period even yeah, as you're yeah, even as you're live. everyone's watching you learn on the air basically yes, they are
1: yes but, yeah basically but you know the great thing what what i find is it, it's kind of like to me parallels um my journey in stand-up comedy in that it is very much like a trial and error you could You could download as many articles or books as you want on podcasting, but at the end of the day, it's your voice, and that's what the audience connects to. And what's been great is that folks have found me either through the old show or on Twitter or like Potomac, however they're finding me. I, I mean, these are complete strangers who are telling me, hey, I, I enjoyed XYZ about the show or, you know, get into discussions with me about, you know, whatever. And it's great because these are absolute strangers. These are people I don't know. I don't know them. It's not like my mama has, uh, has bribed them to encourage me. You know, that's what fuels me and, and gets me going. Um, you know, the downside of podcasting is, yeah, like, you don't really know. Like, you can see that the numbers have gone up. And right now they're pretty steady, which I'm, I'm very pleased with, Um Granted, it's only been, you know, it had a week, it's less than a dozen episodes at this point, but it's still like really consistent that people are consistently at least downloading and giving it a try um, versus like, woo, going straight down. I, I don't have that going on yet. So, yeah. Um, and, and, you, yeah, I, I, that encourages me. Your
3: num- your numbers kind of jump around, and me and Roger even talked about this, yeah. just the way when it comes to podcasting there's actually no way of really, honestly, truly knowing your numbers because everybody's metric is different. Me and Roger, you like, everybody has, some people do by minutes. Some people do by seconds. Mm -hmm. Some people do by downloads. Some people do by, you know, if you listen to this much, we'll count it. If you don't, we don't count it. So it's like your numbers are just kind of, uh all over the place when it yeah, comes you, to that. Like, you
2: almost can't concentrate solely on the numbers. No, right. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, it's a good measurement to start where you can... Like, basically, I'm like, I don't know what our download numbers really are, but I do know, like, mm-hmm. let's say they told me it was X amount, then I keep watching that ah. amount. So it's like, if it's more than that, then I'm like, cool. If it's less, then I'm like, well, maybe something happened. The weirdest part, though, is when you figure out finally that it doesn't really matter what you do, There's really no, there's no rhyme or reason to how many people listen for what reason. There's times we went out and got huge guests and we're like, Oh my God, we about to blow up. And (laughs) then like you look at the numbers, you're like, I guess nobody cared. And then we'll do an episode by ourselves (laughs) and the episode one of you like, I like, we'll finish the episode and I'll just be like, uh, it was okay. We barely made it through that episode. We didn't have shit to talk right. about. And then that will skyrocket. I'll be like, why the fuck do people want to hear that so bad? So yeah, you just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But, um, what about stand up, man? How, how's the stand up going, uh, Red? And, and, and plug any dates you have coming up.
0: Well, like
1: I said, like, April 11th, I do have a show that um, down here – how should I frame this? Like Miami is very known for partying and the beach. You know, right now we have the Ultra Music Festival going on. You know, Miami is a town that has almost too much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Like we have like all these sports teams. Like David Beckham came to town because he wants to open like a – he wants to get a professional soccer team going on with the stadium. And people are like – Oh, that's cool. And they keep it trucking because we get celebrities here all the time who want to do projects. People are like, well, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, comedy, um, I try to be out as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I, I actually touched on on my latest episode in that the last couple months, I've actually had to slow down a bit without, um, not not on purpose just because Mm. there was so much I I was getting so much uh pressure (laughs) from all over my life was falling apart Mm. so it's only recently and probably in the last couple weeks that I've really started to like get back out and and really get the pedal to the metal because how should I say this it's like like I I think of myself as like an entertainer and like an artist so You know, you might sit in front of a canvas and be like, "Okay, I'm going to draw an amazing masterpiece. And it doesn't necessarily work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you you know, it takes a lot of work to to get that thing going. And maybe it's one of those things where your canvas burns down (laughs) and you have to start all over again. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it will it's all about putting in the hard work getting you know maximizing all the effort and still at the same time making a living and supporting your family
2: so is it um, now is it coincidental that lamont broke up the podcast and then things started getting you know complicated for you and you had to work through a lot of stuff like is it any significance to that
1: i think you know i think it is pretty coincidental Mm. um because you know it was amazing we had we had made it to the one year mark Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know how it is around your way, but you know, when Lamont and I started the podcast, people—well, uh, uh, comics, I should say, because I, I don't really hang around people. <laughs> I no. hang around comedians. Yeah, they don't care. Like, I have no social life. I just <laughs> no comedians. Oh, um, like we have no lives. Or like you <laughs> want stage time, and you go up <laughs> on stage, and then you drink. And y'all, and y'all pick on each
2: other. other. Yeah, like, like, y'all are that is my
1: life. Uh, you know, I have no. I'm I i I'm either if I'm not at my day job or dealing with my family, I'm I'm doing something comedy related. But yeah,
2: okay, I can't. So like that's the thing. I mean, not not to go on a tangent, but that's the thing. Like yeah, I, it's yeah. hard to read female comedians because I can't tell if yeah. you have the most confidence in the world. Or, uh, if, or if you have like the least, cause you know, most comedians have like weird self-esteem issues and stuff. And then like, when right. you, you hang around comics, they're so, you know, like, uh, the, the, uh, what'd you, you booked this thing? Oh, uh, how'd you book that? Like it's no, like, yeah. there's not a lot of love, quote unquote, there. There's some camaraderie cause right. you're stuck in the same thing, but there's a lot of like competition and shit. So I'm always like, yeah. you know, are you like inside like, I am the best ever, or are you inside like, Oh my god, this is I'm the worst.
1: Well, you know, I it, for me it's in waves. I I think, you know, um I have I believe I have the reputation of being a nice comedian down here as in like I'm not a dick to people like yeah. I when I see somebody New I can tell when someone's new To the scene or they have that deer in Headlights look like they want to start Doing comedy but they're sitting alone In the audience and you're like Oh did you come with someone and No I just came here to watch the show and I was like With no one you just came in as a loner Like you're either <laughs> going to shoot up the place Or you want to be a comedian So <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like If you want to shoot up the place give me a heads up Because I'm rolling out of here I'm not <laughs> To die in no damn comedy club. I refuse to go out like that. I will fucking haunt that place. I will come back. I've told this many times. Like if it gets weird and we get weird beef and you want to stab me in the parking lot, I will haunt that place. I will haunt. That <laughs> <and> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll
4: be
2: like, I feel then, like you know, if you I'm if not- you haunt a comedy club, you probably have to like do it with a laugh. Like you probably can't do it with boo. <laughs> yeah yeah huh,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah they'll be telling jokes yeah, you turn man. over mics and, <laughs> yeah. and, and and kick over the subwoofer what's the deal with that
1: <laughs> exactly but I'll be the guy that I'll drink up all the liquor I'm not gonna lie We can, you can do that whole celebrity ghost but if the Jameson's is gone you know that I've been there I'm not gonna matter it's gonna be
2: Jameson's and Bud Light will be gone, yeah. <laughs> that will be gone. I think we're being, hun- we're being hunted I'm by Rhett all the liquor is gone uh.
1: All the liquor will be gone. All the liquor will be gone. And, and, but I will be doing mi- minimal damage. You know, like I won't even do anything crazy. It's just like, you know, just, I want clean glasses. It won't be like a bar rescue situation. You ever watch bar rescue? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Ish. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like addicted. I will like if it's a Sunday afternoon and they have a bar rescue marathon, I will just be watching that. And, and all it is is like like a uh, like a hyper like like a um, it's like a state liquor board uh on on steroids that's all it is yeah because you have a guy coming in and saying
4: what's going on with this bar <laughs> right <laughs> this filthy and
1: yeah like uh-huh. wow that is filthy what are
2: they gonna do to turn
1: it around they're pouring too much liquor there. they always
2: come this in, in exactly on, on too much liquor. they always come in and they start yelling at people and it's so funny because if you follow like the stories almost like to a T a month later, all those places closed. Like it's all like, we turn this bar around and you see people in and everything was great. All right, we're out of here guys. And then next week's like, and stoolies closed two weeks after that shit.
1: Yeah, that is just ridiculous. That is like grand opening, grand closing for real. I think I want to do pie.
2: I want to do podcast rescue, where I just Oh my gosh totally. fuss at people and <laughs> cuss at them and Aww, make them yeah. change their podcast up.
3: I wouldn't do that.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's like, you know, going back to the original point, like when Lamont and I started the the Brown Skin and Glasses podcast, like out of the woodwork, all these different comedians were like, well, we're going to start a podcast because all you guys are doing is just talking. You're just talking. We can talk. I was like, all right, you can talk. But the the, the part of the problem is you got to show up consistently Mm. and you guys could barely show up on time to this little shitty open mic. So I can't see (laughs) this happening week after week after week. I just yeah.
3: can't see it I, I feel <laughs> so, you Have you ever wanted to be a bartender?
1: Oh No Cause like I, I like I like um I'm very good at cocktail banter Like I'm really good at cocktail parties Like Or situations where there's drinks And like You know You get to know someone But just on a very um Superficial level Like hey how you doing Where would you get those shoes That's awesome Love it You know I, I can do that But like you want to be my friend the next day i'm like uh, i'm not that committed to this situation so like with a bartender <laughs> i would be cool like oh my god you love Jamison? i love jameson too we got a special like that would be great and then that person comes back night after night after night i'm like okay you got it i don't really want to hear about your wife anymore i really don't care at this point don't <laughs> buy this drink or not
2: well you know also is to- with bartenders you have to be a good listener and stuff too i feel like i feel like you're more of a great storyteller and then people will be like yeah my wife (laughs) left me and you would be like oh speaking of wives and they'll they'll just be like i (laughs) i hate that bartender i didn't get to invent any of my problems no
1: (laughs) no but but i'm like i'm i'm more of a like i'm a nurturer though i'm a nurturer i'm like that with comics and i'm like that with complete strangers i'm um you know, I'm not sure how this will transfer over to the podcast, but, um, I'm the type of person like, well, put it like this way back before I was doing comedy, I used to have a job or well, a career where I basically would have to pre-interview people for, for, uh, for, for TV shows and, um, like, like horrendous things, you know, and people would just open up to me and people, I could get you the crack. I'll get you the crack. It's either going to go, we're either going to go a CIA route, or you're going to spill your guts on this TV show. Right. And mm-hmm. and that's what I did. People who would like, um, um, there was a couple cases. Th- this woman, she gave birth. Uh, she she didn't want to tell anyone she was pregnant. and She gave birth in the hotel room, and then oh. she threw her baby in the dumpster. Oh. Yeah, those that type of situation. <laughs> that's not funny, but it's
2: <laughs> <that's> <laughs> not funny if you're the baby.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, like,
2: <laughs> like, uh-huh,
1: but... oh, white lady problems <laughs> No <I'm not. laughs> Nah I mean that was, that was sad but like um, I convinced her To, to talk on, on Camera I had mm. this um, You know because all I need is five Minutes of your time five mm-hmm. minutes of your time And and I will I will become your friend I will Become your friend and you will want to speak On on TV about it And uh, yeah yeah
2: yeah well you I'm know sorry. um I
1: didn't.
2: <laughs> people, people,
1: no go ahead people probably uh you something, but go ahead. i
2: mean you got you know uh, the good news is some janitor found a baby that night so there's that positivity you know that is true
1: that mm-hmm. is true
2: and that baby and it's a
1: win-win for all
2: right ultimately. and that baby turned wow. out to be that baby turned out to be superman that's how I got die. Superman
1: hey exactly he's the, the, the yeah. got a little cave and everything right. oh my god I'm gonna go ahead well look I'm gonna tell you this little antidote and that yeah. will make up for the baby hotel room story alright
2: so well, uh, which was go, awesome I, but go ahead
1: it was It was fantastic I know everyone's <laughs> like oh my god she looked like some secretary and then <laughs> she's like a total bitch like what the hell how dare she talk about the unborn or barely born or Hotel mini bar bar.
3: Told
2: you we're on the ride. What the hell for
1: laughing? It's awkward laughter. It's awkward.
3: Uh, <laughs> I,
2: that, that's kind of what the whole show is. Don't don't even worry about yeah. it. What's this other it, story you got to well, tell
1: us? Okay, so basically, I had to research this story, right? Because that was my job. I, I had to research these stories. The like, producer would say, okay, I want to do a story on blah, 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 blah. And they would lead me, like, okay, the, um, th- this is the case. Um, we want to do a story on this. It was basically court TV. That's why, who I worked for way back in the day. So um, they would do these documentaries that were based on the court cases. And they would do these hour-long documentaries. And a lot of times when people go to court, after they were done, if they were found not guilty – they don't want to be found. They don't, they don't want to be dealt with anymore because they, they did their thing mm-hmm. and they want to go live their lives. But it would be my job to dig them up, find out where they were, not use any private investigator, like just use my wits and the Internet mm-hmm. <laughs> to find out who they were and get them to talk. So there was this one um, this one kid like he was like he had a really jacked up home life. And he was like obsessed with wrestling and unfortunately he did some type of wrestling move, like a suplex or I don't know any wrestling moves, but he basically used his like 18 month old nephew as the, 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 uh, the good guy, you mm-hmm. know, and he, he basically jumped on him and killed him. He like, oh he yeah, I remember. He him. Okay. He killed him. Yeah. So basically, um, I had to find the family, find out where they were. They were in some whole dump town. Uh, out on the west coast, and I remember talking to the aunt who was the person who had custody of them. And and they're like, I mean, not the most sophisticated of Mm. Caucasian people, let's just say that. Okay. And, you know, but she agrees. What?
2: (laughs) PWT. I know what you're trying to say.
1: Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, exactly. I mean, they had the whole trailer set up and everything, like a trailer, trailer, Mm -hmm. like trailer, trailer situation. And I remember going out there with the producer and stuff, and the lady was just, she kept scared, scaring me, because, like, over the course of, like, a couple weeks, you know, hey, I had become her friend, and I told her, hey, you know what? You know, I know you're reluctant about this, but, you know, America needs to hear the story. They need to know about the dangers of wrestling, whatever! Whatever mm-hmm. I was doing to get her to talk. And she was and scared. Then, no, well, she, well, no, because I, I had... I was cool with her I was cool mm-hmm. I, I did. I was not the face of the media Or the voice of the media Because everything yeah. was like On the phone We get there And like You know We spend the weekend With this woman We interview her Interview the family It's really great And then at the end She was like You know This experience Was really not What I thought It was going to be This middle aged Dumpy little mm-hmm. White lady And I was like, oh, really? You know, oh, that's great. Yeah, because, you know, when you were talking to me on the phone, you know, I just kept imagining you were this, like, beautiful blonde woman.
2: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And you are the opposite of that. Complete opposite. Oh, my God. (laughs)
1: I was this beautiful blonde Diane Sawyer woman right. who was coaxing her story out. But no, it was just me. I just rolled up. It was just, yeah. hey.
2: And you were just using the different, the you were using just different code words so that she wouldn't know. You were talk like, you, oh, you're out here that you're a mobile home refuse uh, person. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I like to talk to you about that.
1: <laughs> well, it's all about being someone's friend. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not that. Look, put it like this way. That was a different career. Like that was that is not I don't want people thinking, oh, my gosh, that's so how fine. No, look, I, I was paid a good salary to do what I did to dig up these people and get them to talk. And that was my job. If I did not get these people to talk willingly on camera with their full story, then I would be out of a job. So, you know, I learned from, you know, producers. This was in New York and you do what you got to do to make that happen. And maybe that's probably the reason why I did not want to stay in that, because at the end of the day, I felt like. Okay, this is starting to be more like a game to me versus like this is affecting people's lives. And, right.
2: You know, because you, you have know, to like exact- talk around the real issues and stuff. And you, you know, you can't tell them what you really think about them. So you have to be like, you're economically yeah. challenged, Caucasian, disregard, you know, discarded items. And they'll be like, what does that even really mean? It's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, just keep looking at the camera, stupid. <laughs> and I, I can exactly. see well, you have to get out
1: exactly like keep looking here like don't worry about uh you know
2: so what if we call you a hoarder you know you're just a
1: collector of cats and people matter
2: yeah i can see how that can make you cold towards humanity because you're also constantly seeing like the outliers in the bottom of humanity like you know so it's like we're like i don't want to see a wholesome well like well-to-do boring family on tv you have to go get the most interesting type of people and those are the people that might have a harder time than everyone else Mm
1: -hmm. well well that's the thing it's like we like we're this is america we're obsessed with death Mm -hmm. we're obsessed with death Wealth and people totally imploding. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we want to yeah. see people getting murdered. Yeah. You know, like, that's why they have those marathons on TNT or whatever. Like, you ever watch, like, you know, I'm in an area where, like, the cable is sometimes iffy. When we first moved here, we had the basic cable package that mm-hmm. the homeowners association gave us. And all they had was, like, TNT and something else, like, we like or what? And I remember, yeah. And I was like, you know, it's disturbing. After like, okay, the first and second day, you're like, okay, I'll deal with this. But like, the fifth day, you catch your dude watching that, like snap mm-hmm. criminal justice thing back to back to back you're like mm, are you watching this because you don't have anything else to watch or Are you trying to kill me are right. you trying yeah. to get this
2: that's why you know i make you- sure to i watch every episode of snap um uh, <laughs> and, I, and i don't let karen watch it Because I wanna, I I wanna (laughs) see it coming. You know, you gotta see that shit coming, man. All of a sudden, she just wanna randomly start talking about life insurance, doubling (laughs) up the policy. That's a sign. That ain't nothing but a sign. Get you. Fellas, if you want any advice, first of all, uh, you can't take it with you. So. Keep your life insurance low as hell. Like, just so that just enough for her to pay, like, a month's worth of bills is all you really need. Because she needs to want you to be around. Because once you start getting, like, a million-dollar life insurance, all of a sudden, your food starts tasting a little arsenic And you wondering what's going on. I'm telling you.
1: Whatever. Y'all from the South. Y'all, all she got to say is that. So What's, what's that stuff? Uh, the uh, like the filet powder from New Orleans. That's all she's going to say. It's like, hey, baby, I got this. Specifically for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you for gotta your, watch your back. N- for your new, greens,
2: new food items. You gotta watch that. <laughs> Stuff you know, she ain't never cooked she, Yeah, she ain't never cooked greens all day on a sun on a, on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. She ain't never did that shit before. Coincidentally, after she checked your phone, that ain't never happened before. <laughs> you gotta pay attention to the You're signs. Not-
1: that would be perfect, though. Like, I mean, I'm not
2: wishing death on right. you or
1: anything well, like I, that. I
2: thank goodness. God
1: forbid, I need this podcast to last some more. some <laughs> like more stuff. So Me, plug. me too. <laughs> you know, just saying. <laughs> but uh, wouldn't that be something if, like, Karen starts suggesting guests that mm-hmm. just so happen to be, like, investigators? Be like, no, <laughs> baby. Ah! I know that we, we've done comedians and other podcasts. But, you know, this dude, he's, like, he, he talks about, like, all these unsolved news
2: mystery
1: <laughs> like he's a coroner he's a and private like like investigator ways of death, yeah. you
2: know? and start asking leading questions like how can you kill somebody and get away with it <laughs> you know if i if, like if you a- wanted nobody to suspect you <laughs> what kind of things do you need to be planning right now to kill somebody say in six months
1: that's a that's the thing that fascinates me about like people who get like um who get away with murder now. Yeah. Because we watch so many shows now, and we like, you would think that I'm you'd like, be suspicious you. stuff. like, they to you. stuff like, exactly like why i would not i would be afraid to kill somebody okay i would kill yeah. somebody of course obviously if i'm trying to protect myself or right. protect my family i mean that's a given you know um mm-hmm. uh, if my life is being threatened but like let's say it was just like Ugh, i can't stand that girl she always looking at my dude but you know i'm going to show her something <laughs> mm-hmm. and
3: then Dab,
2: Dab.
1: things go terribly wrong you know you, like who thinks that and think they actually can get
2: away you, with it you, here's the thing that and, here's the thing that gets me especially if you watch snap I'm shocked by how many people almost got away with it, yeah, and occasionally on snap, they actually show you the one who did get away with it, oh, they do but yeah, all wow. the time like like once every ten episodes they have a one where it's like uh like they'll do the court verdict, it's like uh Mary says that she couldn't have done it because she was abused or something like that, and then they'll be like. You know, we, the jury, find her not guilty, and they show the family, oh, and then they cut to the interview of the family because they show her walking out because she don't want to do no interview. She killed somebody and got away with it. But then they cut to, like, the family, and the family's like, I don't care what the law says. She did it, and I know she killed that boy or whatever, and that that's the, like like that's the scariest ones to me but the even scarier ones are like when they don't get away with it because of something stupid like she bought her cousin a truck or yeah the dude, the dude she was sleeping with that she got to do the crime Stars told talking. told his yeah. friend in jail and okay. then the friend in jail told the cops so he could get less time so like it's t- like he got caught she got caught like like when somebody about to get a touchdown and you tripped up their toe, like she got caught like that from for murder, and that like that's so scary to me because that means there's a ton of women that'll never be yeah, on Snap because yeah. they got the fuck away with it.
3: That's true. You know, there's with gotta no be a problem. ton of
2: women that are out there. Yes. Like, yeah, uh, uh actually, I did kill yeah, well, that, that motherfucker. Well,
1: that's the beautiful thing about living in Miami.
2: I think we got, we got a little bit of delay. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Rhett, I'ma, I'ma call you back if we got a delay. Hold on one second. All right, let me call her right back. Sometimes we get a little, like delay, a little please. delay when we talk to Rhett. Um, yeah. I'ma call her right back. Uh, I think it was just internet for a second.
3: No, problem.
2: but yeah, there's a ton of those where I'm, I'm, I'm watching the coverage of it and it's like, you know, uh, she got caught cause they found the receipt for the gun yeah, in a oh, storage unit that she had yeah, 17 yeah. years after the murder because someone else got the storage unit and because she stopped paying the bill on it like it's yes. something it's so coincidental that it's like what's going on
3: yeah so uh, either it's something crazy where her lover got drunk at the bar and started talking about mm-hmm. it and you was like, why would you do something that idiotic? Somebody overheard him and went and reported his ass.
2: Yeah, like on the one hand, it's crazy cause it's like how, how often our motherfuckers like only getting caught cause someone was stupid like that. Like I'm going to get drunk at the bar and tell everybody I killed somebody. Yes. You know, or, or, you know, which happens a lot by the way, where just a dude is bragging or some shit. Mm.
3: A lot of people get caught with the, with the bragging.
2: It's I that. And then how many people, Kill someone because they're getting some pussy. That's also scary.
3: Yeah. Like your your
2: wife is sitting on a murder weapon. Like that is amazing to me. Every woman is sitting on a murder weapon because so many of these stories i really like, and this dude was a mechanic, but then she started fucking him and he was like, sure, I'll kill your husband. Like yeah. what?
3: Or, 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 or either she they start sleeping together and she won't even tell him. He'll go kill him out of the fact that you nah, told that, me we that, were going to be together. That's, you know. all,
2: that's all bullshit, Karen.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. she, she promised she, him. She
2: she definitely tells him to kill. him. Oh, oh okay. Okay. She ain't
3: going to be like, well, we're going to be together one day. Yeah, we're going to be together one day.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, Why don't you go kill my husband so I we think, can be together? I think, Rhett, you there? Hello, Rhett? Rhett? I know. Is she there? Uh, yes, hello. Oh, there okay. she is. I hear her now.
1: You know what? This is the NSA trying to trip some black
2: people up, trying mm-hmm. to rise up with murder. Try that's rude. What this is trying to stop <laughs> our podcast from coming up with plots <laughs> they, to they, get away with they, it. They tap it out loud like shield. But yeah, like that's but is but it is interesting when you watch those stories or whatever how close people are to just getting killed all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why dudes yes. are ever like abusive to their woman because it seemed like half of the snapped episodes are just like. He, she didn't like how he was treating her. So then she fucked this yes. dude and this other dude was like, I'll kill his ass for you. Like all the time. It's crazy
1: that must be some great loving that you would kill somebody I don't understand mm-hmm. like like look I'm not condoning any type of crimes or passion or domestic violence or anything like right. that but you know it's one thing it be like wow after all these years I've lusted after her in high school in college I've watched the way she checks out people at the Dairy Queen mm-hmm. and I love her and I see this her man ain't treating her right I'm gonna kill for her you know I'm like okay that's a weird obsession type of
2: thing you know when I think it I is it. honestly like that's the way they try to tell the story i don't think it's that romantic i really think mm. snap pussy is just another level of pussy that i don't want like <laughs> yeah, if you got like if, if you yeah. got that snap between your leg keep it for yourself because i feel like it's right when you're about to come and you're like oh i'm almost there i'm about to come and she's like go ahead baby and you're like oh and then she's like kill my husband and you're like okay yes uh what what did i promise <laughs> What? <laughs> like a couple of those and next see, thing you know you all snapped
1: well see that's that shows you the weakness of men yeah we because are i have yet to see a woman Just so that a woman will kill a, a, a rival mm-hmm. for the dude because she really thinks that that dude belongs with her right. blah, blah. not not because of a sexual thing it's because right. she's like you know she feels that they need to be together, dude will be like, Yeah, you know, that's some barbarian like Conan nonsense. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh Yeah and- you know, I, I need this women to procreate
3: with, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different, and men and women are very different. Cause I've seen some of the snaps with Roderick, and it's one of those days. Like if you see the crimes that women commit and the crimes that men commit, a lot of women crimes be a lot of times more planned out, a lot more detailed, a lot more carried out. Because most women are not are not as strong as men, so they have to do an ulterior right. motives versus just their brute.
2: Right, they'll do something like wait till you get sick from a disease. And they're the other person that's supposed to change your IV, and they'll go take your IV and rub it in the dirt before changing it, and then you'll <laughs> die from like you'll die from like a staph infection. But it take eight months, and then like it's it's extra, it's even more cold blooded than like like beating somebody to death with a hammer because you gotta watch someone deteriorate for eight months knowing that you're the problem, and they'll be prepared to go through with that shit. Like that's amazing to me the level of calculation and cold-bloodedness, you know, not that any crime is quote-unquote better than another, but it's like if a dude just like shot a woman or stabbed her to death, I'd be like, well, that's a crime of passion, but if you waited eight months for this motherfucker to die, you hate that motherfucker. That ain't even love no more. You just want them to die. You've been better off just leaving a long time ago. mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, it's just too messy. I don't like the messiness of the situation because like people, people will think, To themselves, oh, I can't stand that dude. I can't stand the way he breathes. I can't stand the way he opens up the refrigerator door, trying to figure out if he wants to drink some milk. You know, if you want that milk, you know, like. And then they figure, oh, I'll just shoot him. But then you don't realize, like, you shoot the person, it is going to be explosive. Like, who's going to clean up after this? So now you're going to be mad. Like, I can't stand that he just died all over (laughs) the place and he left brains all up the (laughs) snow, and I was going to cook. Spaghetti tonight, and now there's brain all over. You no, know, see, yeah, that and, was just. what and, you gonna rekill him? I
3: mean, yeah. No. And and did you mad because now you can't drink the milk that you was fussing about in the first place? Because now the milk got blood on. He's like, God damn, I was gonna make some cereal for the kids. Now I can't do that. Now I gotta send the kids over to grandma's house because you wanna explode in my kitchen.
2: The worst people to me are, yeah. uh, and I, by the way, men are like most of the time they're the ones to blame for all the snapped episodes. Anyway. Cause always like even if the, it's a woman who snapped on another woman, it's always because a man was cheating on one of them. It's always like yeah. so like it's always something a man did to spark the shit. Yeah. It like, it's like, he beat her a long time ago. Then he went off to the war. Yeah. He, she thought he was going to die. So she started dating another dude. He came back. He was alive and he was like, what's going on? I'm home. And she was like, he got to die. So like, it's always some like story to it like that. But my favorite now is, uh, the Discovery ID channel because uh. all of the crime serial like documentaries they do, uh, with all these reenactments, it's just stupid people like this like (laughs) snap 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 has motives motivations Mm -hmm. it has people that that wait for years and decades of planning sometimes children are involved like there's a ton of shit with these other shows it's really like she found a date on craigslist she decided that she didn't (laughs) want to do a background check and to just go out and see him anyway you know something like uh she he told her he was wanted for stalking and she said i don't care uh, whatever it is always just some weird like why would you overlook that no rational person would let this happen to him, and then discovery ideas is, is like it's it's like catfish but for killers or whatever. Um, but you, but you yeah. know,
1: that, that's the reality of the situation today, though. You know, because nowadays people are busy with their careers or they mm-hmm. can't find anybody and they figure, Hey, Craigslist might be a great way to find somebody. Right. You don't expect that person to be a killer. You know, like yeah. you just want, you just didn't want to pay the fee for the match.com or whatever. You,
2: you know what? And you know what, people. Red, I agree. I think you're right. Um, it's really when they, cause it's an hour long normally. It's when they get to like the 12th thing that they did that was crazy. Yeah. That's when I'm like, "So why you go on another date?" You know what I mean? Like, it was like, "He showed up to her house with roses with blood on them and left them on the doorstep." And then they interviewed the <laughs> lady and the lady will be like, "You know, I thought it was a little weird." Because it was human blood. And I was like, where did he get human blood to put on roses? And what's the symbolism? So anyway, on our fourth date, I'm like, w- wh- why is there more to the story? This should be the end of the story. And then I left. That was crazy. I moved houses. I said, this motherfucker is out of his mind. No, it's
1: like, that's quirky. They'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. You know, that's just, the person that will show up uh, and leave bloody roses on your doorstep that is also the same person that works at the library who knows the ins and out of the dewey decimal system (laughs) so you're like oh he just has different interests not the not the ones ah, not
2: the ones i see on these documents. they be like he would (laughs) one dude went to jail for stalking her right he left a dead snake on her in, in her house. He broke in her house when so she wasn't there. Left a dead snake corpse on the, on the, on the thing. She had already moved on. She was engaged to a new man. She had sons that were grown age, like 30 years old or whatever. She wouldn't tell them what was going on. So they didn't, nobody knew about this. Um, the dude, the stalker dude left this thing. So he got arrested in jail. He paid some people. To go up to her in traffic in her car, pull a gun on her, and be like, "So and so is still looking for you" or some shit like that. What? And, yeah. yeah I, and yeah, they and drive off. When... And I was like, "Why didn't you just move?" He' been in your house. You won't tell nobody what's going on, so your family thinks you out of your goddamn mind. You know, you don't want to get the police involved, but he's already in jail. Like, you got to do something. And she's like, "And that was the wake up call." I was like, "It's fifty nine minutes in." How is this the wake up well, call?
1: Well, the thing is, it's like sometimes it's like you know those. Ty- I'm I'm assuming those type of relationships are like the equivalent of like bad hookups, like that you don't <laughs> want to tell. <laughs> any of your girls or your boys about like we all get at least a handful during a lifetime you know right. be like uh you know i was lonely it was like junior summer i was only gonna be there for a couple weeks i ain't gonna get involved if the moon was right you know what i mean it's you like, know that, what it is you know, it's like he might have been a, instead of being a troll he just saw so having to have been a crazy stalker you, you know, know what
2: it is right it, right like, it's like <laughs> it's like um the first time he did something she let it slide then like the second time she let it slide. And then like for, at a certain point it became embarrassing for her. So then she couldn't uh. tell nobody how crazy this motherfucker was. Cause she didn't want to answer these questions and be like, so why'd you go on the second date? You, you knew what he did the first date, right? And it's like, well you know girl uh scandal was a repeat and i just wanted to have something to do that night and like you can't explain that because by the time you talking to everybody it's like the sixth thing he did was kidnap your kid in the middle of school and bring and and show up at the park with him you know what i mean like the sixth thing is so crazy you don't even want to tell about the other five things because now it's your fault maybe that's what happened
1: yeah but, you know, he was probably a hell of in bed. The mm. crazy ones. It's not just the women. Maybe it's that's some, crazy. Yeah. Dudes. He yeah. probably if there was the snake probably had significance. He mm-hmm. probably had something to do with some whips and chains. Mm-hmm. And that is, she probably found it intriguing and out of her normal line of whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you know, it just went a little bit deep in. Like he took the role play to the to another level.
2: Getting some of that crazy. Yeah.
1: dick. Yeah. You
3: know what? Yeah. And, and you know, and I'm with Roger. Um, if crazy pussy and crazy dick requires killing, I will take the subpar yeah. abnormal, you know, just, just the normal sex function. Um, because <laughs> it's, it's not worth it to me. Like a lot of people go, but it's, yeah, but you might end up killing somebody or either she might, he or she might end up stalking your ass. You're going to wake up and they're going to be over you with a knife. No, thank you.
2: Yeah. Man. You know what? I, it, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. I take boring. Non crazy boring pussy is good enough for me. It's been great <laughs> my whole life. I've never you know how you can't you can't miss what you never never had. I just I just never know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I've never tried crack, so I don't wake up on a Sunday like, man, I need some crack in my life. No. I'm just like, I never had it, I missed my chance. I feel like that's what what snapped and crazy go to prison pussy must be the crack of pussy you know i don't need it in my life i'm fine with a drink
1: i'm, I'm, not, I'm not condoning crack use mm. nor baby killing i just now i got a whole list going on <laughs> Don't uh, crack use deceiving uh white people of a certain socioeconomic class nor <laughs> usage of illicit uh drugs that are highly addictive and will make your face rot and have you dancing in the middle of the street i'm not saying that but I have tried crazy mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, a couple of times because I'm like, look, I, on the real, I, my history, mm-hmm. like I, I was not necessarily the one who would get the guy, right. you know, like I mean I would get guys, but like people would be like, mm, your taste is questionable, you <laughs> If that's what you're into, wow, that's my that's my thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? you don't find that attractive, and they're like. Mm, no, so you know, so I have a skewed uh, a skewed uh, uh, viewing of what is um, normal and what is attractive mm-hmm. and what is whatever. But you know, everybody has been more or less, you know, pretty much even keel. Mm-hmm. So like when there was one dude. I was like, you know, he had a reputation of being like, Oh, he's unique. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting, you know, and he had like little personality traits. At first you're like, Wow, he calls a lot. That's a lot <laughs> of calling. <laughs> like to check off on me. And then it was like, Okay, now you asking me about stuff like you know, he had like a paranoid thing going mm. on and I didn't realize it. Because in the beginning you're like, wow, you know, I'm not used to all this drama, I wonder why, oh, this is kind of exciting, you know, I'm having to explain every frickin' thing about where I've gone, and who I've been with, and what I'm seeing, and why do we ride in the car together, we were just carpooling, blah, 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 but, you know, after a while, you know, and then it's like crazy mm-hmm. sex, but then, um, yeah, it wears you out, it'll burn you out. Yeah. But, uh I mean, I well you know they
2: They say yeah. one, once you go crazy, you never go Swayze, And uh <laughs> I think a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people understand that, man. Um this is the Blackout Test podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic and all this great stuff. Go to the com. Um leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate them and we read them all on the show live. Um, today's sponsor is Shadow Doll Productions. Go to com slash TBGWT and check out our, uh, audio play packs. Um, you can see, well here, Karen and I do different audio plays and, uh, you know, mostly comedy and we're pretty funny and you can get them in different packs and they're on sale and, uh, help support the show, you know, to know that that people will check them out. And, um, you know, it, it makes us look good will you guys click on that it makes us look good we guys buy stuff uh mm-hmm. and we appreciate that uh, we also have another sponsor which is a little sexier so let me find uh i gotta find some sexy music real quick uh what, what, what is this uh nope that's not sexy uh nope that ain't sexy either god damn it um here this what is close enough now is go back <laughs> Oh, I remember all the gym jams with this song. (laughs) Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new tour or a dope movie rather than a murder plot or something crazy like that? You want to spice that normal pussy up into some snap pussy? Well, here is a good way. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item but that's not all guys in addition to 50% off you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration while you conspire to murder someone's husband plus a free extra (laughs) gift that is so sensual I can't mention it on the radio because it's illegal and to top it all off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no they're not teasing so go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. Get 50% off when you put in the code TBGWT for checkout and you get your three free DVDs, free extra gift and free shipping. That's offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Uh, thanks. All right. I have things to talk about. Uh, first of all, uh, we got, uh, Marie Claire. Um the twitter account for this, ma- this mag this fashion magazine marie claire
3: okay
2: uh they released a tweet uh, about Kendall jenner,
3: okay who's that
2: um i guess she's one of those like i don't know kardashian people or something i don't know who fuck kendall jenner is like she's a white girl is what you need to know mostly yeah Um,
1: one of those
2: (laughs) yeah kendall nicole jenner jenner is an american television personality model and brand ambassador for 17 magazine she's best known for appearances on e reality tv show keeping up with the kardashians okay
3: okay thank you
2: so um she um they posted a picture of her and she had like basically half cornrows under her regular hair mhm and they said Kendall Jenner takes bold um bold braids to a new epic level
3: that's bold
2: uh, yeah um i'll put the picture in the chat so you guys can see it for yourselves
3: I I, what's real bold then uh
2: well you know um a lot of people took like somewhat offense to it because like um, this ain't really revolutionizing the hair game, no,
3: it's not like
2: black women been wearing braids uh and I've seen f- forever white, I've
3: seen white women do it before too, so this yeah, it's not new
2: um, uh, but you know, Marie Claire, I believe is like a fashion magazine and stuff, so it's supposed to be like, look at this this statement and she's a model for seventeen magazine and all and it's this just stuff the
3: corner It's not like a whole hair' it's head is done like that, or something,
2: yeah, so now, personally. I think it's pretty obvious what they're really trying to say, which is for her, this is brave and bold. Okay. You know, and it kind of is, because white people don't wear their shit like this. You know uh, what I mean? No, it, this would be like if a black dude got a uh, uh, conk in 2014. I'd be like, that is brave and bold for your ass.
3: That That's true, and also is one of those things uh, years ago when uh, me and my family had went to the uh, Bahamas, uh, a lot of uh, white women were actually getting their hair braided like that and uh a lot of them didn't get it didn't get it like all over their head because they were saying that their hair gets twisted because it's just different textures of hair the hair get twisted it's hard to get out like it's it's not as uh, cut and dry as it is if your hair happens to be more more uh, curlier
2: yeah so black twitter kind of combined on them and had a lot of jokes i thought it was just regular ridicule i didn't think any well not any but i thought the overwhelming sentiment was more like jokey joke like Oh, isn't this funny that you know <laughs> y'all calling this brave and bold and all these black women and what? He's kind of this hairstyle is is not brave and bold. You know, it's not. It's just just getting ignored by the fashion industry and whatnot. Um, how many braids is it? How many uh,
1: braids a, is she wearing?
2: Just a few. Like it's just. It looks well, like maybe. one, two, three, four. It looks like. Five imagine if six. you know how cornrows look red like. Imagine yeah. if you started doing your cornrows on one half of your face. And then just stopped. And then you stopped. Right and you around left, your you, ear. You left the regular of your hair the rest of your hair regular and long enough to hang over it. That's basically what she did. And so it's bold oh, and brave. Right. You know, it's brand new. So um <laughs> so people were kind of giving a shade. I thought is- I, I thought everybody was being funny, you know. Um, uh, but Marie Claire actually issued an apology, which is funny because i think we've reached a point where people are getting so um they gang up on people so much on twitter that the brands can't tell the light-hearted playful jokes of yeah. you know of, of this and the yeah hardcore like i'm going to burn marie claire down jokes you know from other (laughs) people
3: yeah they can't tell the difference so they just apologize for it you'll be fucking apologizing all the time so they
2: said we didn't mean to offend or imply that cornrows were new our tweet was poorly worded we thought her hair looked great and recognized women have been styling their hair like this for ages some people got mad at that and said why didn't y'all say black women it's like come on man like y'all really want everything from these motherfuckers because then somebody else would have been like why you gonna act like it's just black women latino women been doing it so-and-so been doing it. like yes just hair textures Yeah, yeah hair
3: textures respond differently
2: so um, I just thought it was another in a long line of, you know, social media faux pas has been going on lately. I, I haven't even asked Rhett or, or gotten to see like, did you see the <laughs> cancel Colbert stuff? What did you think about that?
1: You know, I did not, you know, it, it's been crazy, but I mean, I got the peripheral of it, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, uh, that's the gooks calls blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm.
2: The, well, well, the, his was the, the, the Ching Chong, his was the Ching Chong Ding Dong Foundation for Orientals yeah. or whatever, uh, was the punchline of his joke, but you know, in a, in context, it was part of a satire about how the redskins owner daniel snyder started a foundation called the washington redskins original americans foundation and he it was basically like saying this is as racist as this shit why 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 is everybody acting like this is okay obviously it's not you know
1: right right i mean i i mean the what i've heard on it it's um i mean Stephen Colbert's character, I mean, he is a character on there. He's not yes. like Jon Stewart being Jon Stewart just happens to host The Daily Show. Like, Stephen Colbert's character is supposed to be like a blowhard. So it is supposed to be kind of like lean in that direction. I mean, I think where it gets a little bit touchy um, is that the whole, the, the ching Chongy part of mm-hmm. it. Because, yes, it is supposed to be a spoof on it. Uh, on that whole The whole racials um, Using the Derogatory racial language mm-hmm. And I think that To me You know Especially as a comic I see the joke factor of it Like it's supposed to be A joke Like it's You have to take it In context of it If Stephen Colbert Just announces Yeah we gonna have a Ching chong uh, Blah 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 Then yeah That would be offensive Right uh, Clearly But I think the thing with this is that a lot of asian Americans are they feel like their ethnic group is kind of like fat people mm-hmm. it's like it's the la it's one of the last groups that you can kind of pick on without a a fight and fat mm-hmm. people are making the come up like i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> borderline there if i if i if I eat a couple more donuts i'm going to be i'm going to be officially in the big girls club so it's not like i'm, I'm
2: you got, yeah, you got. No. Do you have your like, your? Yeah,
1: I say fat, like phat. You know, whatever, fat, fat.
2: Do you fat, have your you know, now? Do whatever, you have your yeah. your think pieces ready to go in case you uh-huh. know, like if you know if you you missed the gym for a couple of weeks, are you just like, all right, like I'm ready to just hop on these people and start cussing people out? I mean,
1: what as in terms of being the fat? Or yeah, yeah. Things? You said you like, said you
2: almost there. So like, if you go get like a half wow. a half dozen Krispy Kreme. Am I going to look at Red's timeline tomorrow and be like, I don't appreciate what Vogue did right here because, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, Vogue is not making me, um, indulge in some donuts. You know, like I know what I look like, you know, that, that that's the problem with the, with the fat camp, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is that, look, I'm all about self-esteem. You should have great self-esteem. You should not, um, feel that, you have to if if you if you are clearly not going to be a size two you should not have to starve yourself or feel like uh your life is less than because you will never get down to a size two Mm -hmm. however you got to look at the reality of the situation if you are fat you are fat just like if you're skinny you're skinny it just so happens right now skinny happens to be in because we call skinny thin you know you can you know you could be fat and fabulous, you know you know be a be a fly fat person. Right. Don't be like a like a mean ugly fat person. There is <laughs> nothing like an ugly. There not I shouldn't even say ugly. There's nothing like a fat female bully. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she is a bully on to everybody else, especially the pretty girls or pretty skinny girls, whatever. Because she has such jacked up low self esteem that she wants to bring everyone else down.
2: Yeah, any any type of bully, you know? Any type of bully is like that. They got to bring everybody else down. There's something
1: very particular, though. Mm -hmm. No, no, there's something very particular about a fat female bully. You Mm -hmm. know what would be a great uh, villain, like, you know, like, to go up against, like, the Avengers or, like, Superman? Mm -hmm. Like, if you had a fat female bully with her sidekick who was, like, a really skinny... Gay man, that would be the perfect, <laughs> oh my, for this there There is nothing like that because have you ever seen a fat female bully together with her gay sidekick friend in the mall? Oh, nothing but shade.
2: This nothing is this, but shade. this is uh, uh, shit
1: about people. Oh, oh.
2: This is my favorite thing about Rhett is we started this with. So, what do you think was offensive about <laughs> Colbert? And she just took it to a place where I'm like, nobody going to remember what started. It's just going to be like, man, I'm fat, fat. Hopefully no fat female bullies are listening right now. the uh, ladies.
1: So we got the list. Dead babies in hotel rooms. Right. Poor white trash. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, econo- economically challenged refuse. Yeah. And murder. And murder. <laughs> and murder. No, but 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 to rewind <laughs> bleep, 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 rewind right. about the Asian thing. Um okay, I do get the sensitivity about like Asians because a a lot of Asians are saying, okay, they use the gook ching chong thing, but they would never use wet back, or they would never use, uh, of course not the Mm N-word, liberal white people have learned by now, they're not going to use the N-word in any type of joke, even if it is in Comedy Central, like, or unless they're a cool white comic, Mm -hmm. you gotta be, you gotta have enough cool, uh, cool points for the white comic to use it and get away with it, Mm -hmm. That's, that's my thing.
2: Well, you know what's funny though is girl. like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because a lot of, um, like, a uh, to me, it weirds me out when people pick only their group to be offended because, mm-hmm. like, Cobra really in Black History Month this year just did a cartoon series where Barack Obama teams up with the KKK. And people were okay with that. There was no think pieces. There wasn't this protest. No one wanted to show cancel. Because in a way, I think black people are kind of cool with the idea of um if it's funny, we, we'll, we'll let it go. Mm-hmm. It's only when, yeah. like, you normally only see people get out. Like, people got outraged at Kramer because they were like, where's the fucking punchline? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, if Bill right. Burr came up there or Louis C.K. says a bit that says nigger seven times in it, you just don't see black people getting outraged like that because we're kind of at a place where we're like, okay i see what you're saying and this is the humor in it so i'm letting it slide we're not gonna boycott louis ck right now you know right
1: well but but that's because louis ck C. K. would have framed it in some type of material mm-hmm. when Mike richards came out with that the whole kramer thing it was like because i think it wasn't he getting heckled or he something was getting like that heckled. and then he came yeah. out and called them- Right, so it was like, it, it became one of those, oh, you're one of those yeah. white people, you know, like, you know, you, you told a line cause you're like, oh, it's Hollywood, and yeah, of course I'm cool with black people, but it's like, right. oh, but you know, you, you opened up the, the closet doors and, and there you are. Instead of being a cross-dresser, you really are racist.
2: Right, like <laughs> it's just racism, there's no joke to it. It's only the racism. You know what I mean? Like, when are we going to start laughing? Oh, I, it does nothing else to this bit. This y'all are niggers and I would hang y'all. I'm like, okay. Well, you're racist, you know, but, wow. but the other thing though, I, I do understand though, and I, I don't want to make light of it, but I do get that cause I've been thinking this shit for at least a decade now. I don't understand why Asian people take shit way better than like, like I've always wondered, like this don't get on your nerves. Like when I hang out with Asian people and white people, like, white people will be scared to give me shit, and then turn around to give shit to an Asian person, and I'm like, you want me to have your back on this, because I'll ride, I don't, you know, like, I don't, I don't we'll put these white people in their place right now, and they're like, nah, it's cool, you know, whatever, I don't care, and I'm always like, you, like, I can't tell you to care, but if you cared, I will ride with you, like, we will, we will talk shit about these people, but, uh anyway, the, so that was that happened. I don't know if you that's saw cause, the. Hey,
1: that's because Asians are smarter. The Asians are going to be smarter. Yeah, well, you they, know they get, like, yeah, okay, wha- yeah, they get Okay, what?
2: Yeah, they get a lot of the. People, you
1: could talk all the shit, but I'm going to be owning your. I'm going to own all your companies and all your businesses. Right. And dominate the yaki markets.
2: Right. So they get they get a whole yeah. lot of model minority treatment in America. So where it's like we're we're white people feel like they're punching up when they talk bad about Asians, like. This up. you're yeah. doing better than us so we, you know it's kind of like how you might have an uncle that walks in the house and goes crack ass crackers and you just like i guess i mean shit they you know like what am i gonna say ah. they, that's who runs your job that's who you pay your taxes to i don't know you know i wouldn't say that joke but no, i get I wouldn't it either. Yes. but 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 i think that's what white people feel with ages where it's like well clearly your culture is better than ours so therefore we can make these jokes and you can't really say nothing because we all understand you're doing better and it's like I don't know that everybody believes that shit. And so no, I get don't. why there's pushback. What do you think about this though, uh, Rhett? Did you hear about the cancel SNL thing that they were trying to do? Because, uh, the what? SNL, yeah, SNL did a, I don't know if you've seen it, but they did a skit about black jeopardy. jeopardy. It was funny. Uh, I enjoyed oh, yeah, it. I saw
1: the black jeopardy. That was perfect.
2: Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was perfect too. And a lot of people were like, they it's picking on black people. So the show needs to be canceled uh because what? yeah yeah like i you know i well obviously i see what your take is already but so uh but you know i was just what? wondering you
5: know, what, what? I, I need to know like what what but, but they what? wanted it can't but might you surprise
4: you i might surprise you well
5: I,
2: well I, you know i'm I'm trying to save us time because i'm about to go i'm I'm about to go into another topic but you know i was like it, the fact that you watched it and laughed and when i said people wanted to cancel you were like what that yeah. is exactly how I felt. So I don't even want to reiterate because we've talked about it on the show already. So, you know, yeah. What? Like, that's crazy to me. To I thought this kid was funny in addition to, uh, you know, just being well done. So anyway, all that to say, uh, uh people have been accusing people of false outrage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I decided today that uh because everybody's been going back and forth, like, you can't tell me my outrage is false. And who are you to say? And I was like, you know what? I am going to have some false outrage. So, people cuz nobody's doing it apparently. So I want to be different. I'll be the dude who does false outrage and then everybody can talk shit to me cuz that way you can get it out your system or whatever. So I I told Marie Claire after they apologized, I I accepted their apology on behalf of the blacks.
4: <laughs> you know, so
2: so So any any black people uh you know they because they said uh we thought her hair looked great and recognized women have been styling their their hair like this for ages i said it did and y'all good so we're there i fixed it so nobody hit them up anymore (laughs) but um i i decided that i needed to pick a random target and start up my own outrage so that uh people could you know be upset or whatever get some of my fakeness out and um I found, I, I started searching different brands. Coca-Cola, apparently they don't say anything controversial. Uh, <laughs> Star, Starbucks, all they do is reply to people. So there's really nothing to see that they're going to be controversial about because people are like, I love Starbucks. And they're like, we're glad you enjoy it, James. Like, what am I going to say? Who is James? You know, so, um, I found, uh, Best Buy and Best Buy was, uh, tweeting, uh, about this upcoming, um, uh, I guess they have celebrate international guitar month Mm -hmm. by turning it up to 11 and they have a picture. Um, and the picture is a dude holding a guitar and he's clearly like jamming out. Uh, I'll put the picture on the air so you guys can see it. And it's like a white dude with a guitar. And in the background is like another white dude, little kid playing the drums and Mm -hmm. they're having a good time and whatnot. And, uh, like I said, it says, um, uh, tell us who is the best or most influential guitarist of all time so i replied to them and i said oh black man um oh, Lord. and then after that you can imagine that person getting that tweet going what, so what's going on? so G- then i had to start you know faking my outrage i said wow at best buy is really trying to erase black people from the history of rock and roll by using a white man in the picture hell <laughs> no nah. and uh oh. i started my hashtag uh cancel best buy after i get these credit cards paid off um <laughs> Oh, uh, I said, oh my God. really at Best Buy, so I guess Chubby Checker, the Honky Tonk Man, and Jimi Hendrix don't exist. Cancel Best Buy after my reward certificates come in. Um, <laughs> did at Best Buy notice that we wouldn't, That did they think we wouldn't notice that there were no black people in the picture of the best guitars ever? Hashtag cancel Best Buy. Uh, and then people started tuning in, t- chiming in and stuff, cause you know, I was trying to rally my bass, get my allies on my side so we could like take them down together. <laughs> but then people started turning on me. And one dude said, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, his name was oh just, I know I'm not supposed to say it cause we have a bigger platform, but fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm dangerous. His name was at just sicko, S-I-K-K-O. And he said, You didn't list any Asian guitar players. What are you, racist? cancel gambino because that's my name on there and i said how you gonna cancel me how you gonna cancel me in the middle of canceling them see you all out of order and i said so i was like wow at best at best buy you got people flagrantly threatening to flagrantly foul me at the ymca now i guess you are you endorse this because you haven't said anything Cause oh, that's the rule if somebody says God. something to me about Best Buy, I get to say that Best Buy endorses that thing, unless Best Buy specifically comes out and says they don't endorse that thing, because that is the rule of online outrage. A lot of people don't know this <laughs> shit, but I'm giving y'all the game right now. That hopefully, we can start a lot more of these protests. Um, so this- oh
1: my god, but you know that Best Buy, the marketing people, somebody probably was like, okay, the guy that we've selected, <laughs> like, we want him to look semi-ethnic. You know, even though our base is more like white guys... You know, thrashing out in the garage. But this guy looks like he could pass for like maybe a Jewish, <laughs> black Jewish, uh, Andre, uh, an Eric Andre situation. He's got enough, you know, two-fro going on. Maybe that could work. Could maybe we like, can could
2: yeah. we like Photoshop some brothers in the back, maybe? Yes, do you, you think they look good? Did we hire any black people up here? Yeah. No, can we, we get, didn't hire
3: one and ask them. Could
2: we get like a black woman? could we get a woman of color on tambourine? I, I yeah, don't know why we
3: couldn't. Not
1: tambourine.
3: So then, Oh uh, my god,
1: they, where are the background singers. There should be three mm-hmm. fat black women background mm-hmm. singing in this situation. There are three boxes in this picture
2: with one skinny gay man, and they all judging, <laughs> all judging the guitars. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he he think
2: he John he think he John Mayer girl. Uh The silence of white guitar. Uh, uh, my man Sandy Check chimed in first. He was on my side. He said, "The silence of white guitar speaks loudly about their privilege." Very problematic, cause yeah, no white guitars have my back. Shout out to Hexacord. Where you at, bruh? Um, and, uh, the, Just Sicko asked me, was I discounted his views? He said, I, if I'm offended, if I'm offended, you should just accept it. Check, or check your canceling privilege. And I said, I just want to have a conversation where, <laughs> I want to have a conversation where no one can disagree with me or respond to me unless they agree with me. <laughs> white man! <laughs> And oh then uh and, and then that's that's then by by mistake, I didn't mean to do this, but Chris from the Insanity Check, he was chiming in and I accidentally told him, Get out of my mentions, white man, and <laughs> in all caps. And uh turns out he's black. So <laughs> there's egg on my face. My Yeah, I mean, come on bad. now.
3: Don't be just looking at the Abby's.
2: Yeah, that was my bad. I was looking at his oh avatar and uh I know I shouldn't put his avatar on the air because we have a big platform, but uh, his avatar is oh my
1: God. yeah. What is
2: that? It's like a dog with a bane mask on. You know, I'm like, <laughs> is is this what we're really promoting right now? So, uh, hopefully. I
1: thought
2: it was cigarettes. I thought it was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was cigarettes. <laughs> hopefully, I don't get in trouble for that. A cat um, with an oxygen
1: mask. Like, like a bunch of cigarettes coming out of this cat's mouth like not even like chain you know, smoking even cat Photoshop. Like just
2: Yeah those cigarettes it's, right it's he flipped the cat <laughs> Um so uh I said uh so then he goes I'm black how dare you and I said whoopsie and he said um <laughs> Uh so this dude said are you really trying to silence me what kind of ally are you how dare you not fall in line and apologize for offending me and I said, OK, you got to stop. My body's going into shock right now. Are you happy now? Your support, you support people flagrantly following me at the YMCA. OK, so he oh, Lord. Yeah.
4: Get to the yeah, he was he was triggering me, Karen. Oh, my
2: God. He was triggering me with his aggressiveness oh, as an Asian man. And I said, can somebody <laughs> come talk to me? about how obviously I don't understand the nuances of rock and roll really condescendingly. And uh later, a white dude did tune in and tell me that. And I said, thank you, you know, so I could be mad at him because I want to be I want to be mad at all the angles. Uh, Chris would not forgive me for mistaking him for a white man. He said, nope, mm. no going back now.
1: Can you blame him? Can you blame him?
2: Though <laughs> I mean, I, you I mean, know, I dare you for being instances to be racist. Yeah, he said no going back. Now you reverse racist you. I'm offended. I know because I'm typing in all caps, and he was, <laughs> and uh, that's when I got I got an email from Vladimir Putin about it, and he said oh, for me to Lord. for me to apologize on the air or else, and uh, I I told I did, I tried to get it back to at Best Buy because. People were forgetting this started about Best Buy. Now it's all about me. I just want to keep it on Best Buy. So I said, at Best Buy, I refuse to pay my credit card bills to your company until you apologize directly to me without saying my name or showing any of my pictures. (laughs) Um, But then it was confusing because now Chris was demanding an apology from me. Not just me, but the show, the black guy with tips, because racism was being displayed by me. He said he was emotionally traumatized and he said it was good that i got a letter from putin so he could teach me some respect and uh <laughs> oh my God. so joe oh from whiskey wine and moonshine she tuned in and she said i think at say that again needs to give you a public reprimand on behalf of the black guy <laughs> diversity of thought nation and uh this one i got uh i got a tweet from our company and the tweet from our own company said, we at TBGWT apologize to at Insanity Report for the hurtful words of at Rodimus Prime and I will issue a full apology tonight. And I said, what? Who? Why would I do that?
4: <laughs> my own company,
2: my own company sold <laughs> well, me out. They back on you, didn't they? Yeah, they sold me out. So, uh, I had to apologize like now. Like I said, you are not
3: bigger than the company.
2: Yeah, I got a letter from Mitt oh Romney. Got a letter from Mitt Romney. So I said, let me just apologize uh you know chris wants his 15 minutes of attention so uh you know um he told me he was gonna tell other news outlets to get on their interview and (laughs) they talk about me um so i you know i told him uh you know i apologize uh sincerely i'm sorry chris I did not know you weren't uh, a white man. You, you had a picture that looked like a cat smoking cigarettes or a dog with a bang mask. It was very, I figured that was some white shit. You know, like that's some shit it seemed like white people would be into. Uh, I apologize, man. We do promote a diversity of thought, the black guy who tips, uh, podcasts. And, uh, you know, I, I understand your outrage, and uh nobody should be able to dismiss somebody just because they have a different opinion. <laughs> and I should really watch myself on social media, you know. So uh, I
4: oh my god! I pop- and
2: then this dude oh said, the dude who was accusing me of Asian racism said, "At Roderick's Prime is killing me right now." I said, "Oh, so now you accusing a black man of murder? So so now I'm a murderer because we had a disagreement. Now I'm killing you." wow okay oh my god that's illegal oh
4: my
2: god yeah so then people start trending uh hashtag cancel tbgwt they want to cancel our podcast um you know yeah yeah can you believe that my man black rob said nope too late i've listened to your show for years rob but this is unacceptable hashtag cancel tbgwt um
1: oh my god yeah a a racist a
2: racist dude said you know why black people don't tip 99% of the time? Cause the waiter is, is white and y'all are racist. And I said, see what I'm talking about people? This dude that had zero followers. Okay. Nobody was, following. he was a troll. He was an egg. But I, I said, he attacked me. So now I'm going to make it all about him. Okay. I'm not going to talk about oh the people God. that had measured responses to my initial criticism of Best Buy. Fuck those people. I want to talk about how I've been victimized by racism. And anybody that wants to talk about something different, too bad. we talking <laughs> about <laughs> racism now. So it's not, you can't dis- oh, you can't dissect God. my stuff from a logical point of view. We only talking about racism. And uh, we kept it on that, man. And, you know, a couple people hit me up. Um, Nick Nohart said, um you know rock is more of a lifestyle than it's a music preference and i said really white man see you know this is why we can't have (laughs) we can't have white allies you know why this is why a white man would never be able to talk to me about experiences that i have okay so i called him a white supremacist you know (laughs) um, because he was disagreeing oh my god you know and chris started telling people to cancel our show he said cancel tbgwt but my human ability to look at the context of things is in the dry cleaners so i'm gonna blame them for being problematic uh cancel tbgwt sure i listen to them all the time they're my close friends and i've even been a guest but they don't care about black people you know um so yeah and people started stand. people started hashtag standing with chris standing with uh other people (laughs) Two two fish was standing with Chris and somebody else. I said, how the hell y'all all standing together? That's a lot of standing y'all doing. Sit y'all ass down. Some of y'all need to sit you the fuck united down. Them. Yeah, they
1: so united them under a coalition. Mm-hmm. They
2: changed. They changed their their stand with Chris because so many people were standing with each other. They just changed it to stand against Rod. I was like, damn. You know what is going on out here, man? So you know, I. It just oh, got out of control, perfect. man. It got out of control, man. I, and uh, I, like I said, I apologize because now I feel like I can understand what these big brands, what Stephen Colbert must have went through. Um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, man. So, and nobody still canceled Best Buy. Everybody still worried about me. Um, uh, but we don't want to cancel Best but, Buy. And-
1: and Best Buy didn't chime in and cancel your your uh your credit
2: card bills D- they didn't say anything. Best Buy didn't say a word no oh. credit card relief, no payment plans, no lower interest yeah rates. they just expecting that payment on the twentieth like every other month and uh it's disgusting, man you know i and I told people oh. hey hey i'm i I have to go, okay, you guys are triggering me. And I just need to go get off. I need to get away from the internet for a while.
3: Apparently so. And
2: they continue to attack me. Even though I was off doing other stuff. I was doing another show uh, for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was recapping that. And they were were still talking about me on Twitter. Can you believe that? And this is why people are so problematic. (laughs) This is why people are so problematic. You can't even have a discussion. Um, So everybody, you know, everybody, I'm I'm watching you guys. But I apologize to Chris. Y'all should let it go. All right. Um. Uh, don't bring up any more. <laughs> show up, yeah. Don't bring up any more guitars. Up, yeah. Got your, D-
1: you know, one
2: dude. Going to
1: show up on your doorstep. I'm
2: mm-hmm.
1: wearing blue polo shirts and khakis.
2: With a guitar.
1: Protesting. <laughs> <With>
2: <laughs> one. Guitar. One dude said, Uh "You're choosing to ignore Best Buy's decades of stocking Lenny Kravitz CDs. It's so obvious what your agenda is: cancel TVGWT. <laughs> oh Lord. But, but I was like, Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish. Also, so count. that's a point for me. That, that's a white man. Okay. So, oh and somebody, somebody oh was like, God. Oh my God. You're, you literally had me cackling out loud in front of my coworkers. I said, you going to laugh at my pain blocked, blocked. <laughs> this ain't a joke. What's, what's funny about black people being systematically oppressed and erased from the history of rock and roll? Is there anything oh cool about God. that? <laughs> hmm? That's what I want to know somebody called oh, me oh, racist and anti-semitic i said i'm not asthmatic i don't try to use that ableist <laughs> agenda against me you're abusing asthmatic. me so everybody stop abusing me and calm down man damn all right move on to something
4: else. that is ridiculous
2: i know is it ridiculous. is ridiculous i agree i'm glad you're on my side
1: know if i if would, I would've known that I would have made a
2: different wardrobe change. I would have gotten a blue polo shirt or something. Oh, you a troll a me too. Sticker, a, mm. Yeah. All I right. like mayhem. I noticed. <laughs> I've
1: noticed the trend. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I don't know if you heard yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard the story, but
2: uh the remember the girl who sued her parents because they cut her off because she wouldn't follow the rules in the house, so they said we're not going to pay for your college tuition. We don't approve of your boyfriend. We don't approve of the things you do to your sister. Uh, you know, and she was like, I'm moving out and y'all gonna need to pay for my, y'all need to pay for my living and y'all need to pay for my college tuition. Mm-hmm. And they said, you need to move back in and start going by our rules. Um, well, she, she, she took the case to court. She lost. So she moved back in with her parents. Uh, come, turns out today she accepted a fifty-six thousand dollars scholarship to a Massachusetts school. So she get got to get
1: her out of there. Hmm. Hashtag white girl problems.
2: Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. need the money anyway.
1: <laughs> like I immediately
2: read this and like it must be nice to just be rich. Like it must yeah. be nice to be so rich you were entitled enough to think your parents owed you a college tuition. And then get the scholarship anyway, so you didn't even need the shit. You sued your parents, little girl. You sued your parents. So yeah, she
3: could still kiss But wait, 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 wait! It
1: it was fifty six thousand dollars scholarship or fifty six thousand per year because fifty six thousand for a whole scholarship. That's really what books. That's not <laughs> mm. books and the meal plan nowadays. Things. Well, she just said high.
2: she accepted a fifty-six thousand dollars scholarship to a Massachusetts school. Doesn't say um for how many years, really. Um, uh, let me see. Um, uh,
3: well, the university because yeah. that makes a difference too.
2: Uh, it says here the university said in a statement that the sizable scholarship is likely spread over four years, meaning she would get fourteen thousand dollars per year toward tuition. That's a good thirty percent. Chunk of the forty six thousand a year she would need, including <laughs> room and board. So I'm assuming if she uh, if she uh, you know follows the parents' rules, they'll probably take care of the rest of that. Because sounds like they were going to anyway until she started acting <laughs> a fool.
3: Forty something thousand dollars a that year that is ridiculous. It also doesn't make that's sense
2: because ridi- like if like any rational kid, she should have just waited until she got to college and then became a freak. Yeah,
1: that's just ridiculous. But you know, like. I just want to know what the family dynamic is after the court situation, because yeah. I always get uncomfortable when I'm watching Judge Mathis and his family members suing family members, and I'm like, and then one person wins because oh, it was like three hundred dollars in in parking tickets because I let my sister use my car, and then it gets weird in the after uh, after situation they went all the way to like she moved out she lived with her her best friend's parents or something her best friend's parents dad is the one who sued or or was the attorney or whatever the law firm. what is that situation at the dinner table that it mm-hmm. can't be good it can't be good
2: yeah i don't know right yeah i don't know how you get over that because I, I can you pass the the peas and please not sue me motherfucker you know, like, how do you get a regular conversation? Could you please yeah. clean up your room and know I won't pay you? Like, that's how I, my, con- like, my parents would never let me live this shit down.
3: No, no, that's why I told you when you first read this no. story, when she left, there was, in my mind, there'd have been no coming back. Uh, just for the simple fact that, no. that if you want to be grown, put like this, if you're grown enough to sue me, to sue me. Especially for a stupid-ass reason like that, you're grown enough to go out there and see what the real world's all about and see who really gives a fuck about you.
2: Yeah, how do you ask for something after that?
3: You don't. You don't Um, ask me. Mom,
2: I'm supposed to get, um, you know, at school, we're supposed to go on a field trip and they need $20. Oh no, you grown? Remember? Mm-hmm. You want to go to court? That's my answer use, to everything. Use some of your lawsuit money yeah. to go on a field trip. Yeah,
3: she asked me anything. I to be like, sue me, bitch. Right?
2: How how do I know you're not gonna? How do I know you're not gonna go on the lawsuit on the on the on the, on the trip and go to the court and sue me? How do I know that? Like, well, I, I lost uh, the suit. Well, you're gonna lose more than the suit. Awkward. Hmm. I already know, did.
1: I I think one of the reasons why we pay attention to this case is, of course, they're white. Of right. course, they have privilege. And because she's attractive. Because if she was an ugly white girl, no one would give a crap. People would actually mm. be like, she should sue her parents because they made her face look like that. She's probably huh. angry because they wouldn't pay for her surgery and blah, blah, blah. Of course, she deserves that much. Yeah,
2: she is a cheerleader. And, you know, this does kind of lend to the well, media narrative. And, it's, you know, it's the same thing with the Bell Knox thing. Where people keep talking about 18-year-old Duke freshman who's a porn star. Yeah, but she's a certain type of porn star. If she was um, doing big booty black people porn, y'all wouldn't give a fuck. She fuck wouldn't her. be on that Nan talk show. Y'all wouldn't have on MSNBC. A uh, BBWs? Uh, yeah, if she was a BBW, they wouldn't even be talking about this shit. It's funny because I read the other day she's like, uh stopped going to school this semester so you're a this fresh first semester the, well, this right you're semester, a freshman this, this semester yeah this would have been like your second semester right you're a freshman at duke
3: i need to collect she degree. was like
2: i'm doing so many media appearances and so many shoots for porn i had to get out of school it's like um does nobody feel a little bit played with all the like this is the feminist icon 18 year old bell Knox. like y'all don't feel a little bit like Oh, wait a minute. She's 18. Who knows what the fuck she's going to think in three years, let alone three months. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't want to organize a whole m- movement around her. Maybe. All I, the only thing I feel like is people shouldn't harass her. The end. I also, yep. I also don't, yeah, as a habit, don't really listen to 18 year olds very often. Me either. You know, what I mean? like it's just generally in my life, very few times, like I've actually done this, this thing and maybe it's fucked up, but I've done a thing where I'll be talking to somebody. And I'll be paying them a lot of attention, and they say something real stupid, and then I have that moment where I'm like, "Oh, that's right, you you 18."
3: All right, I got to go. Like, yeah, what am I?
2: What am I doing listening to your ass? You don't know shit. I didn't know shit. Nobody knows shit. The smartest person in the world at 18 will tell you I didn't know shit. You know, like Bill Gates is looking at 18 year old Bill Gates like, "Damn, you stupid." Like that's just life. So yeah, I, I feel like that's the thing I had with Bill Knox where I was like. Nobody harass her, please. Nobody threaten her. She should be able to do whatever she wants to. But come on, if she wasn't a pretty white girl, none of y'all would care. No.
1: Yeah, because I've definitely been living under a rock. I heard vaguely about this, but, like, a lot of times I've gotten to a point where my head can only contain so much information. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I hate being this way, but a lot of times I'll look at my Twitter feed and I'll see, like, the headlines go by. And to me, if it is... If I feel like I can fill in the story with white, privileged, wealthy, I'm not even interested anymore. Cause I'm like, I can see where this is going. Right. In five years, washed up with heroin needles in her arm, <laughs> selling. See, that's <laughs> the other reason. That's the other
2: reason. Like,
1: I mean, it's going to be bad.
2: Yeah. Be bad. That's so the other reason I wouldn't want to get behind something like that. Cause like you said, in five years, if she's like, all right, only did it because I needed the money. I was on drugs. Everybody's gonna be like, Aha, I told you instead of being like <laughs> instead of being like uh she was a feminist icon, people are gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna pretend this didn't happen. So yeah, just everything doesn't have to be a call. Some people just wanna get fucked for money and you gotta go, okay, you, that's your right. But it doesn't matter if you're no, a Duke, you know? She's-
1: She's doing the hardcore stuff. Let me get this straight. So yeah. she's like a freshman at Duke and she's doing hardcore porn. Hardcore just core. doing like that penthouse, like she just washed nah, the car or something.
2: Nah, I'm talking like slamming dicks in her throat, hardcore porn. Like she Ooh. does, she yeah. does a lot of, um, what do you call it? Submissive. Torture porn? No, not torture. Submissive porn where, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the whole like, uh, take this dick down your face and like, oh, like that shit. <laughs> <you know. laughs> So she she enjoys and she she enjoys it according to her she does i mean i, I take people for their word i don't really give a fuck what you know if you say it's if that's your pleasure then it's your pleasure you know what i mean so i personally don't like get off on slamming my dick down anyone's throat but if that's what you're into and that's what makes you happy and you can make a living doing it by all means go do that but it's just funny because i know people only care because she's a pretty white girl that goes to duke like
4: yeah
2: they would not give a fuck if this if her name was um alizé jones they wouldn't give a fuck man they'd be like what get no. this negro off of my screen why are we talking about this ah, shit ah, i know right <laughs> <laughs> so i yes that's what i think oh, of uh, that. guess what guys
1: Yeah, poor white girl
2: yeah What's up, uh, hey, $456,000 scholarship. Uh, Willard Scott, uh, 80 year old NBC Today Show correspondent. He's
3: still alive?
2: Uh, right? Not only is he still alive, Red, he got married to his girlfriend. Uh, what? How old
1: uh-huh. is his girlfriend?
3: In
2: her 50s? Oh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't say how old she is either. What if she's like, okay, what if she like 90? Yeah, what if she's older? The, the veteran today, sh- hey. the veteran today show personality and Paris Keena is her name. I'm going to Google her and see if I can find like anything about uh-huh. her. Uh, she looks, you know, they look age appropriate. You know, I was wondering oh, if it was going to okay. be like some hot young thing and be like, ooh, out there that money, but it doesn't look like it. They look pretty age appropriate, but, um, he married, they oh, got okay. married in Fort Myers, Florida. So, you know, it doesn't really count. It's Florida. Uh, um, but they've been together for Florida. A uh, hey, le- hey,
4: oh, I'm, oh. In Florida right oh, I'm now. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally forgot, Rick. I totally forgot. I'm like, what? <laughs> Can- cancel Florida. Cancel Florida. Uh,
2: they have been together for about 11 years. Today's host, Matt Lauer said in sharing the news on Wednesday morning, uh, Scott has been a part of today since 1980, and, uh, it was a surprise wedding. Uh, last month, Savannah Guthrie made an on air announcement of her marriage to Mike Feldman two days earlier. So, uh, it's funny though, because, and she told everybody she's four months pregnant. But it's funny though, because. What? When I hear an 80 year old man get, gets married, I think, I couldn't help but part of me think, damn, dog, you almost made it, you know? Like, Y'all almost uh, got out of here scot free, but you had to go ahead and wife him up right before you was tired to die. <laughs> somebody's
1: about to die and get some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah what's the point? To I don't yeah. like to see the point. If he eighty, like, there's gotta be some inheritance or mm-hmm. something. Or somebody's about to die. Yeah. someone wants to be someone that wants to have power of attorney mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. the, the done deal, all sealed now, up and stuff. Because what's the point?
2: Now his what's kids probably point? now his kids probably ain't gonna get no money because she gonna be. Over the estate, you know. Uh I've seen enough episodes of Snap to know something's up. When it's fishy like this, something's up.
1: Yeah.
2: Beijing! Yeah. Uh China. Can, oh, go ahead. Go can ahead, he
1: even can,
2: can, no, he, can he even function? No, I'm
1: thinking, like, can he... Ah. I mean, like, Willard, Willard Scott, to me, like, he was not my favorite weatherman. Yeah. So I'm like, hey. Eh. That's the one he would always wish to everyone a happy birthday and stuff, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, and he talked about that aim. jam. Yeah, that, yeah. and, and tell the people names up. You know what I wonder? What? Yeah. Like, when you get married at 80, because, you know, I think when you get married, there's, like, pressure uh that night to, like, consummate the marriage, even if you've been having sex oh, for yeah. years.
3: Oh, are year, Like, when you're
2: 80, do you still, like, what is that honeymoon night like? Because... You know, it's gotta be a lot of squishiness. Maybe like, i rub
3: you down and be gay. You rub me down and be right, gay. Come right.
2: on. Right. Like, you know, you've been standing all day for your wedding and all yeah, this you're stuff. Tired, you're taking pictures. Like, I've <laughs> aching. I, you know, I feel like at 80, you should be able to just go straight to bed, take a nap, not yes. touch each other. It's fine.
3: Ain't no hitting it from the back. Cause yeah. you're like, I can't be getting on my knees like that. Come yeah. Calm, you
2: have to exchange vows, exchange rings, and pop a Viagra at the same time. Yeah. So you, you could be ready <laughs> oh in God. four hours. It like, ain't the same. Oh, my yeah. God, sitting down
1: on a chair. But mm-hmm. you know what they say about 80? 80 is the new 70s. So
3: right,
2: that's true. So it can't true. be that bad. Maybe he was <laughs> knocking it out the park. Who knows? Um, a Chinese actor uh, gave an apology to his actress wife following rumors of his infidelity, and it has set a record for comments and retweets on China's version of Twitter. Wow. The scandal surrounding wow. the film and TV star Wen Zhang has resonated among Chinese partly because of his image as a sensitive and happily married family man. And the volume of comments underlines the relative freedom users had to focus on entertainment news online where politics is often off limits. Wen Zhang posted a statement early Monday that his wife, Ma Yili, and the children could have had a warm and nice life, but everything has destroyed by was destroyed by me. By Wednesday, his post had been forwarded more than 1.2 million times, mm. and received nearly 1.9 million comments. Many comments expressed anger towards Win, who has more than 52 million followers. I yeah, if I was him, Did I. You, but
1: there's a billion people there.
2: It's right. Like, eh. <laughs> if I, th- hey, you know what? You know what's <laughs> funny though is um. Like, I I, if I was him, I would have just took it out of the hashtag activist playbook and been like, people are threatening me at a time like this. Why are we even talking about the thousands of women I fucked on the side? Why we even got to bring up the dozens of one night stands when we are talking about people threatening my life? This is not what the Internet should be. Why can't we concentrate on that for a while? Like, I'll just flip it like that. I'm I'm being triggered. I got to go offline. I got to go offline. I'm too. It's too intense. My body is going into shock. Um, top- oh my
1: god that is hilarious that they're then it's, it's funny because it's one of those countries that they're they're i mean they're light years ahead of us in certain ways mm. but they're so behind us like in that whole social media thing because they're so regulated by the government and mm. all of that that's bananas the topic that's
2: trended crazy. the topic trended above the missing malaysian plane and a protest against- That's
3: big over there cause they'll people are hot about that damn plane.
2: And a protest yeah. against the petrochemical plant in Mao Ming that turned violent. Censors had blocked searches relating to the Mao Ming protest. Extramarital affairs are not as taboo in China as they once were and sex scandals provide an outlet for a relatively free commentary by ordinary people online. I wonder if the government put them up to it. Look, man, we lost a plane. We got protests, yeah, got
3: outrage, people riding. Yeah, I gotta I'm, give him
2: something else to talk about. I'm gonna need you to go out here and talk about these hoes, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know this. This yeah, no, it's me, the prime minister, bro. I know I I love your movies too. Um, <laughs> and if you ain't got no hoes, get some because by tomorrow, I need you apologizing <laughs> on Twitter. So to we everybody, can, we need to talk about some other shit right now because it ain't looking too good for your boy. Mm-hmm. Help your country out. You know, it's like that Chappelle joke where he was like, oh, they, "Maybe they told Michael Jackson to molest the boys so that they they could get they could get everybody off their back." Like maybe no. that's what happened in China.
1: Exactly. So they just copied us basically. because yeah. <laughs> I think I think kids now know more about the Kardashians than they knew know about the presidents. I yeah. don't think anyone knows any presidents. Beyond the fifth one, hey, you really I know any of the middle ones. <laughs> you know what, Rhett
2: I can't even judge these kids. I didn't know them niggas either. Like, I remember, I, like, you know how fucked up it is educationally with us and the presidents. Um, when you do meet that rare kid that can name all the presidents, everybody is like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. like it really should be common knowledge right I mean we haven't it's not like we've had a billion presidents we've had less than 50 That's it's cool. really funny that people are and it's like one every four years they're the mm-hmm. most quote unquote important person in the country uh, every those years that they're there and I couldn't name those motherfuckers for shit dog so it's very funny that what? uh, you know that kid like I don't think the new kids are any worse than we were I, I mm. definitely weren't naming them so. yeah.
1: No, nah, but the thing is, like, I think we don't know. I mean, put it like this. Way, as a person of color, I think I I remember the important presidents, all right? Like, mm-hmm. some, there are hits and misses in there, you know? Like, okay, the first five presidents, there was hope for us.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, do we lose, Rhett? Rhett, you there?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Lots so of sound. She, just must a not have, she must not have known. The the president. So she,
3: <laughs> I see her moving. She
2: cut her mic off. She so must that, have did. Um, there you go. It's, she trying to, it's trying to get the call back.
3: Okay. You but, might want to let her know we can't hear her because she's just a talking.
2: Yeah. Um, let me just tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Rhett, your call dropped. <laughs> there, she called back. Okay. There you go. Hello? Rhett, you there?
3: I think it's a delay in her sound. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cause it yep. was funny. I seen you, you know going. Next thing I know, your fingers is moonwalking. And I was like, whatever <laughs> she said is great, but we can't see a, th- we can't hear a damn thing. She was like, yeah. And next thing you know, I was moonwalking my hands across his ass and, uh, <laughs> what? Everybody went away.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> no, you know, I, no, I was uh, saying basically as, as a person of color, we only remember the presidents that are relevant to us. Because mm-hmm. there are some hits and misses in, the, in those forty. A lot of 21. misses. A whole A lot, lot
2: of, of misses. You know, the, 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 yeah,
3: there,
1: there's the first five where you figure, oh, wow, maybe in the first five we'll mm-hmm. be free. Oh, no, we're <laughs> not. And that's when you go back picking your cotton, right. or digging your trenches, Servicing your master. And then Dave Lincoln comes and you're like, wow, this is awesome. We're going to be free. Oh, he's dead. And mm-hmm. then you go back, sharecropping, picking your cotton, digging your trenches, trying not to get hung. And then, you know, you remember the Roosevelts and stuff.
2: Yeah. And yeah. then the it's like. The Kenned- Kennedys. You no, know, you had the Kennedys in there and shit. But, but yeah, it is. I just yeah. think it's, it's a little bit, you know, like, I don't think kids keep up with that shit. But. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it's because of Twitter, maybe it's not, but I feel like there's always some other better, funner shit to do than memorize the presidents, right? Yeah. Even if it's memorizing my GI Joes and Transformers, I like that more than memorizing what the fuck Martin Van Buren was famous for. Yeah, you know?
3: because for most people, they're like, what the fuck the president got to do with me and my job right now? Not yeah. a goddamn thing, because I'm not a right. historian or librarian. All right.
2: If they really wanted people to learn about the presidents, you got to start with, uh, with like, Andrew Jackson, that dude was hood as fuck. But everybody else had <laughs> one. God damn! I read his story. I, read, I watched a documentary on him one day. I was like, how the fuck this nigga get to be president? Like, everything about him was wrong. You know, he was like... Mm, Not everything. Fucking married women, killing people and shit. Like, you shot a dude in the street. Like, can you imagine if Barack Obama shot a dude in the fucking street? You... They would, no one would let that stand. Like, Remember that time the that's, president well, killed a nigga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's
1: because he's the black president. Yeah, I guess. If he was the white president, they'd be like, well, he oh, had to
2: shoot him. I feel wow. like, well, you have
1: to
3: understand. I feel Sandy like even,
2: even if it was like Bill Clinton. And it's like, yeah, he got in an argument at the basketball court and shot a nigga one day. That immediately disqualifies you from president. Like, yes, no, does. you can never run. For, you can't kill somebody and run for president. Andrew Jackson's like, I don't give a fuck about them rules, son. I kill <laughs> I kill people. I run for president. I marry people's widows. I don't give a fuck. This is what I do. This is my, what I'm, I'm about, that life. Um
1: But that was a different time. You could yeah. get away with that. You could be like, you, sir, have... Well, no, that's the wrong time period. If you go up a uh, couple of, like, <laughs> go up a couple of decades, that's that whole you, sir, have blah, 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 yeah. my honor. And there'll be a glove, and then there'll be, like, some smacking on the face. And then you could shoot that person because they really, like, annoyed you. You can't do that. Nowadays, you'll be on the, the 10 o'clock news.
2: Well, yeah, if you, it, will. You, you do. You, you besmirch my honor, and I got to kill you. Now, it was a duel. They
1: need to bring that back. Bring it, it back. Can you imagine all the people you could have shot off of your Twitter situation?
2: Mm -hmm. Some of y'all be dead right now. You you know, you betrayed me. And they'd be like, I I stand with so-and-so. I'd be like, good, that way one bullet take care of both of y'all.
1: Y'all stand together. But yeah. Shooting is too easy. You have to go back into like, you got to do a duel.
2: that's that's what dueling is about listen to this red okay we're talking about the seventh (laughs) president of the united states okay and it wasn't like he was president for one term two terms okay he's from tennessee his nickname was old hickory Uh oh because he was so tough you know like a switch like old hickory he fought in like a firecracker (laughs) yes he fought in duels some fatal to his opponents what oh some, so some of them he hit and they didn't die yeah well no listen some like not one duel was fatal to his opponent some duels were fatal to his opponent like the fact that this dude could fight in duel kill multiple people be president you know, he owns slaves, but I'm willing to forgive that cuz there's a lot of Black Jacksons now that owe him a lot. When we have the Jackson 5, if it wasn't for Andrew Jackson <laughs> and how he got down with his slaves, you know, I feel like once you create the Jackson 5, I have to get, forgive you Me for too. all the evil that you did cuz you brought a lot more joy to the world than the evil, you know, so um uh, but yeah, man. Oh,
1: he he also had he had that whole thing with the Native Americans though. Mm-hmm. That that, that was yeah, that wasn't the cool. The Trail of Tears, all them, all them Seminoles, you know, and marching them off to Oklahoma and watching, watching them die one by right. one on the Trail of Tears. You know that was the. But uh, you know,
2: yeah, now part. in all fairness, Rhett, that was taken out of context on Twitter, so you can't oh, get mad this, about this that. Part right here, <laughs> yeah, he posted that. He posted that on Twitter. He don't run that account. Okay, so it's a little confusing. <laughs> But you gotta understand the context of his satire. He was doing a lot of satire back then, as president, and uh, it was, a, he was an edgy com. he was like, uh, Andy Kaufman, he was edgy. Very um, edgy, I see. Way ahead no, of his time. No, no,
1: no one understood him, I mean, they like, why are you moving these thousands of people from their ancestral homeland? Right. Bum bum bum. You'll get it, you'll get Yeah, you'll get it in a while.
2: In <laughs> yeah, just uh, believe me, okay? Just believe me, it's worth it. Not to mention, um, I'm a big fan of the redskins, guys. So you can't get mad at me. I'll just, oh boy, I just like football. Um, LA, <laughs> uh, LA cop stopped a woman. He got caught on camera. I just think it's funny. He got caught on camera. Um, and he basically pulled her over. I'm going to put the picture in the chat so you guys can, uh, see what it looks like, but, uh, he was a motorcycle cop, the coolest of the cops, right? We've all seen chips. Oh yeah. Uh, he they pulls the a, pants, man. He pulls her over. And uh he what? Yeah. And um he he told her to uh, sit on his on his bike and he took a bunch of pictures with her sitting on his bike and then he let her go without giving her a ticket. That sounds what? about right. hmm He appeared to be ready to write her up, but eyewitnesses said the woman began flirting, apparently with some success. The eyewitness says the woman got out of the car, mounted his motorcycle with his permission, he took her phone Obligingly and began snapping pictures. We're told she eventually oh got off the bike and drove away without getting a ticket. Of course this shit happens a lot. You think this happens a lot? Women get on people's bikes. Yeah. Not get
3: on their bikes, yeah, but like flirt and get out of tickets. You oh, know? Yeah, okay. But when they're sitting oh, in their cars, you don't see the flirting, you know, because the officer walks to the car. Yeah. But for the fact that it's a motorcycle and and they're out in the physical open and everybody's watching their camera phones, that's the only reason why this guy got caught.
2: And this well, is why this is why y'all make seventy seven cents on the dollar, man, because <laughs> no, no man can do this. I'm sorry. No, nah, but uh, yeah. He wrote me my ticket. Yeah, He's like, listen, listen, you know, how I pulled you over, boy. And I was like, I don't know, officer, but maybe if I have a seat on your bike,
4: you we could no take genius. some pictures. Like, <laughs> if you
2: get out of that car, I will put two in your chest, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Give me your license and registration. That's all that would happened. Nobody oh wouldn't pick my phone to take no pictures like, look at you. man, please.
3: And if he did, he was gay. Like, you know, yeah. he's just trying to holler at But him. how do
2: you know a gay police officer when you know, how am I you, supposed to You don't know. I saw the way you walked over to my car. It's, it's you were sashaying. Like, <laughs> like that. they all would well,
1: you just you just gotta play it right. You just gotta you know, you gotta you gotta blink your little you blink the pearlies. I don't know how you do it with the beard though. Do you do this? Do you say hello officer i (laughs) noticed i was watching you He keeps it greased it's like you're grubbing your face yeah officer
2: (laughs) when i was when i the other day when i was ordering some food i was trying to think of what i wanted and i just like without thinking about it i just rubbed my beard like oh i don't know what i she was like does that help you think and i was like oh that's right i have a beard but uh, no, it would not work <laughs> on the police. I feel like if I if I tried to touch Jump my face, they'd be out. like, "He got a gun in his beard! Shoot him! Kill him! Kill him!" <laughs> Ask questions later. Get some crack. Sprinkle some crack on him. Let's get out of here. But yeah, I, I don't yeah, think it would. That's the, the magic of a uh, the
1: magic of a smartphone. These are. These are uh indiscretions that no one would give a crap about yeah. 20 years ago because no one would believe it. Yeah,
2: you know what? It's the kind of story that when women tell you about it as a dude, you just get mad, but you kind of hope it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Because, cause like, you know, it, it, it's like anything. um, at, Because of the difference in the genders, if you're a dude, you automatically get mad because you don't care about what right she's been denied and all this shit. you just like, I couldn't have got out of that ticket. I'm jealous. And I hate that you got out of that ticket and you don't want to believe it. But then you see photo evidence. You're like, wow, women can really be like, let me just pull my cleavage down a little bit and uh see what I can do on this ticket. Save myself a couple hundred dollars. It's worth it. You know, I'm more worried yeah. as a man. I'm worried as a man that if it was a gay cop and I tried this shit, he might be like, why don't you come on back here? And, uh, you know, we could work this out. And I'll be like, wait a minute. What you mean? I just want to take pictures on the bike. You know what I mean? You never know. You never know. I would be scared to try this shit. I would be scared if I was a woman to try this. What if he wants you to ride something else? Oh, oh Lord. You
3: well, just mean, a motorcycle.
1: You could, be a, uh, you could be a motorcycle enthusiast, but don't worry about <laughs> standing alone. Because the thing is, she's a, I would imagine, an attractive yeah. uh, woman who's petite. Like, yeah. I don't know. She looked kind of Asian. She could have been she an did. Asian type of woman. But they—they're they not asking for big girls to sit on their bikes. That, that is, is not true. part of the fantasy. Yeah, that's not—you know—big girls don't get no love either.
2: See that—that's the that's that's difference. If I was a cop, that would be the difference. I'd be pulling over the big women and be like, "Listen, girl, you want to sit on this bike? Cause uh, we could work something out right now." And they Aww. probably would be so like uh taken aback, maybe they wouldn't even be mad. You know, nobody would take pictures nah. of it. <laughs> you know won't have to worry about being on tmz and shit oh like, no you definitely won't be on tmz they'll be like oh isn't that kind of him to sexually harass that big girl she don't get it enough you know you got to use the, the stereotypes against them you know you kick pull, yeah, pull over these hotties and all of a sudden your ass is on tv now you ain't gonna have no job bro He's under investigation right now hey. see <laughs> ah this,
1: that ain't
2: this, the first this, time this he's live. done that No, of course not. You know what? It it might be the first time he's done it. You know why? Because it's not the first time she's done that shit. It's not him. It's her. He was like, "I'm gonna give you a ticket with your fine ass," and she was like, "Oh, silly me. How fast was I going, officer?" And he was thinking to himself, like, "I can't believe my luck. What? I I finally got the girl that I've been dreaming about. That's gonna suck." my dick for pulling her over i guarantee cops think about this shit constantly like that's why i said it's not his first time no he you don't propose something like this karen you gotta let it happen yeah it's not uh, his first time uh, so you uh, think uh, a, uh, oh you think uh, a lot uh. of women have offered this
3: yes and i don't think this not. is his first time not writing a ticket See, i can't
2: picture a lot of women offering this not know.
3: a lot of women offering this but you know a lot it, there are some women that i like push my titties together smile blink my eyes if but, this shit gonna get me out of a ticket but
2: get out and get on the bike though kid not on
3: the bike but I'm not talking about that part I'm like well that's what I'm saying first I'm talking time. about the bike like I ain't oh, talking about that, just letting
2: I, somebody I, have a ticket now that part I, I agree I, I, that, yeah. that might be his that's first her. time doing she that. came up with that idea He cause because even as a pervert he is not that bold he's not like you know what I mean like he that's why he got caught cause he was it yeah. was happening and he couldn't believe it like his that's dick true. was on swole his brain wasn't even working. He was just Mm-mm. like, oh, my God, look, she getting on my bike, dog. But of course, he's
1: probably a goofy motorcycle cop. You yeah. know, there's the thing like, you know, we're assuming that she's attractive. She looks reasonably attractive. Yeah. Like, we don't really know what his face is about. Mm-hmm. He might be a real goofball and he might be a big motorcycle enthusiast. And like that, that bike is an extension of his masculinity. That's <laughs> all he got. And That's a gun. That's he got. And a gun. And finally, someone's taking. Well, the, <laughs> the gun part is like, yeah, but like most motorcycle cops I've seen, it's like, you know, they just tight pants and they have the bike. That's the whole sex appeal. That makes mm. them like badass, you know? You well, see, I, I, think,
2: I think, like, she's the one who, like, she goes, oh, my, how far was I, what fast is I going? He's like, ma'am, you're doing 62 and a 35. Oh, I do declare. Oh, is that a motorcycle? I would just love to take a picture on a motorcycle. And he's like, well, you know, um, maybe we could work something out. I'm like, oh, really? You think you will let me sit on your bike? He's like, yeah, you know, you can sit on the bike. Will you take a picture of this? Oh, yeah. Will would take a picture with your phone and photograph the evidence of something illegal that I'm not supposed to be doing? Why? Because my dick is on swole. Okay? I'm an idiot. <laughs> he probably was talking like, Hook. like, he probably was like completely... Over his head uh, with this shit. And she caught him slipping. And uh, I hope he does lose his job. Because he shouldn't be showing that kind of favoritism. I don't care. Because I know it wouldn't work for me. So then fuck you. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Okay. So so basically if that was a female motorcycle cop. And she pulled... A dude over, you don't think a dude would be like, oh is that your ride? Is no. that, well, I, I can't even do motorcycles.
2: Yeah, you know, we, you know, we can't, you know, it won't work, Red. Like it's not even oh, that, on. it's not, it's not that, you know what? It's not that it, I, let me take it back. It's, it's not that it wouldn't work, Red. It's not that it wouldn't work. It's, we don't as men we don't think it would work so we wouldn't try it now it might work if you had the balls to try it true but most men are just like i got a ticket that's like we're conditioned to think that you know it's i got i'm just like you said if you are a bigger woman and you get pulled over you go i'm getting a ticket like, you don't think to yourself, like, hey, maybe this dude whole search engine is looking for big women. Like, you don't know what his porn life is like. You don't know where he jack off to. This might make his goddamn day. He Like, look at them titties on this big woman. And, and you could have got out of a ticket, but you was like, I wouldn't even think about that. I was thinking about getting home to my kid. I was thinking about my day at work. You know, you weren't thinking. That's what would happen with well, a dude, you know.
1: I just think that, like, you know, there's something to that Lil Wayne song about Mrs. Officer. <laughs> Mr. o- Mrs. Officer. And if it will put it like this way. If you had a big black woman mm-hmm. riding a motorcycle because my OBGYN rides a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That is a sight to behold. She would have her little pants suit on. and <laughs> <riding laughs> her bike to the, to the clinic. You know. There's nothing like it. First of all, double take. You got a woman. Uh, it's a woman. Mm-hmm. A black woman a black woman of size on the motorcycle pulling the dude over like that that's some weird power stuff you get the mm-hmm. right skinny white dude in that dynamic you got My... some 50 shades of police going right.
2: on <laughs> but he gotta be but well, he gotta be cool he, he gotta sense it though you know like you gotta like i feel like it would have to be some type of hint or something that you have to give <laughs> out like, like i don't think like nah. men's minds don't naturally go to how can i play this woman and get out of this ticket because nah, we don't think like I that
1: think, i think it. i think that look okay i i'm not gonna lie i i am you know I'm just a simple girl from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm very sheltered, and it's only in the last XYZ years I've gotten into pornography, mm. which i read. i read that stuff, right. you know, the free stuff, the uh, literatica, and I'm like, that's a lot of, um, like, with the interracial, because, you know, that's yeah. that's my, I like black dudes, so, mm-hmm. but the only place you can find free black porn that you can read is interracial mm-hmm. and so accidentally i'll i'll get into the black woman white dude and there's a lot of skinny white dudes that really like big black women yes, So it is. all you need is the right black woman on the motorcycle and she got the power thing because she got the uh the club she's got the taser she's got the gun she pulls a little a little goofy little white dude working for google pulling him over oh it's like
2: i just i, I just no, like no, 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 no. i just like that y'all are both basing this off of free <laughs> um, like <laughs> as a fact like this is how i'm telling you this is how it goes down white dudes seducing big black women every goddamn day and it's because i read it on the internet and that's I, right I, internet's I, true you didn't know that hey i agree i'm not gonna fight y'all man i
1: you Hey, I'm telling you, I've been approached, let me tell you, after the comedy shows, Mm -hmm. I get approached, on average, at least ratio, two to one, three to one, little young white dude versus black dude versus older black dude versus older white dude. Basically, it's like little young white dudes Mm -hmm. and old white dudes. That's how it ranks.
2: Now, what what about now? Is is that because is that because that's what the club is made up of or what? Like is it also No, I think Is it like a lot I of black dudes a- in the club too?
1: Well, I think it's more of a dynamic of position to power.
2: Mm.
1: You know what I mean like yeah, sometimes that is like what the audience is, but I think that it's there's something about seeing a woman in a position of power, especially yeah. a black woman that is normally like uh, like uh, the the white dude has just a touch of like uh inherit racism like he can't help it it's in his subconscious so it's something about a black woman a large black woman that they are are they usually think they should be downtrodden and now she's holding everybody's attention and forcing everyone to listen to her that's intriguing to a little white dude
2: i believe i believe you now does that now do they get let down when they get home and they realize you're not gonna just do stand up all day or like what happens
1: well, it don't even get to that point because I don't, you know, I, uh, I, can, like I said, I do cocktail banter. I do cocktail banter. Right. Like, oh my god, you love the show? That's great. Hit me up on Twitter. Blah. Mm. Okay, we'll talk about you and your philosophy degree. Okay, that's boring. You going to buy me a drink? Okay, that's cool. No, we're not going to Denny's. No, we're mm. not doing that. Cause now, it <laughs> <just> ain't <white laughs> <I> got serious. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a chance then. Man, yeah.
2: just, I feel bad for them, man. Yeah. So you you know, so nah. as a as a thing do you not date fans? Nah
1: nah nah nah. nah. Well no no because then it's weird. Then it gets weird. Then it gets like you know because you know what? They don't need to see that side of me. Mm. They don't need to see that side.
2: So to so like me basically me if a dude they, if a dude wants to get with you, first of all he needs to be black. Okay, so cause don't, yes, be a, don't be don't yes, be a little yes, white dude. Okay, yes, so you so if yes. a brother wants to holler at red. You got to wait for you to get off stage and be like, man, you ain't even funny. And then he got a chance because he's not a fan. You know what I'm saying? Now he got a shot because if he would have been like, that was so good. I loved you. You were so great. Would you like to go out sometime? You'd be like, no, that's weird. You're a fan. And all that. So he should just start off and be like, I ain't even like your set. I'm here for somebody else. Well, can I get your number? You were terrible. Yeah. Would that work? No,
1: that, no because I demand i demand um uh, uh the word the wrong uh i i demand uh complete submission to mm. this situation oh, okay. <laughs> like, like complete not uh i'm i'm groping for the put it like this way i am the son right we worship the sun, we don't hate the sun, mm. so you're not going to start out saying I hate the
2: sun but what if they, <laughs> the they like, I'm earth. a cold weather kind of dude, like I like it cold I like the two two layers of triple fat goose, like I like to go out the house and freeze, oh, and, and I layers. don't I don't need all this sun in my life you just waking me up, it's early, I want to sleep, sleep in, and the sun and is out I, here, you know, maybe he could be and like
1: then be, nah, and then I'd be like, see this is exactly why I've never gotten down with the white dude because mm. i ain't down with all that
2: cold and all that nonsense Wow, well, that yeah ridiculous. that's true you're right no brother would say that that's a good point that's a good point <laughs>
1: that
2: is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah no brother would be like i love it cold no we're tropical people but um yeah i don't know man i just i was just wondering i feel like you know it's gotta be so what if they like are like actually i'm here to see another act oh damn you a comedian i had no idea i was just trying to get your number is that a good way to do it
1: Nah, that's not good either. Cause you know what it is? I I I need to be entertained. Mm. I need to be entertained. Like like I said, I told you earlier in this uh in the show. Like I have questionable taste. Right. You know what I mean? Well like, I'm noticing. I will balance it off. Like you know what I mean? Like mm. if you are entertaining, but you're not that you know, you ain't so easy on the eye. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be a balance. You know what okay. I mean? You got to be. Yeah, it's gotta be a balance. Well,
2: I'm balance, just trying to get the know? approach right. Like I'm saying, let's say you have your dude that looks how you want him to look. I'm just trying to get the approach right because it sounds to me like basically when you're in comedy mode, basically anybody's gonna get told no. White dude, black dude, funny, not funny. Right. Period. Everybody getting yeah. shot down. Yeah,
1: right. pr- pretty much so because like you, you, know when I'm when I get off stage. In a way, I'm still on. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm still on. Yeah, You're at I'm work. Still, turn like, off,
3: yeah. You're at work.
1: Yeah, I'm still, I'm st- uh, yeah, exactly. So, my focus is, like, I'm going to be doing crowd work with the crowd. I'm not one of those comics that, like, hides away from people. I like to talk to people after the show. I like talking to the audience. I like, you know, I like intermingling with folks. So, you know... Y- to really stand out, you have to really be entertaining. But and not if, annoying, because I don't if, like that either.
2: If you fly too close to the sun, then your wings will melt. So it's like
1: You will. You dudes play, can't,
2: like Icarus, and then well, Exactly. Dudes can't get close. Now what about um like so should they like wait till like another time and try to holler at you when you are not even like uh doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like catch you at the library or something.
1: Oh, that would never happen. That okay. would never happen.
2: Wow. Yeah, because
1: so. that's all. That's all I do.
4: Like oh. literally.
1: Like I have no. Like like I. I think that would be very difficult for a a civilian to do that because well especially a dude like okay if I was a dude if I was a male comic um. Okay, first of all, it's more male comics than female comics. Yeah, time more. Female comics, it's a, it's a totally, yeah, it's a totally different dynamic. Mm -hmm. Because dudes, you know, you could be a troll in real life. In real life, a dude could be maybe a three, or Mm -hmm. maybe a four. They go up on stage, they do their thing, they're hilarious, automatically they've become an eight. You know, so girls, they'll go to them after the show, blah, 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 it becomes a thing. For women, I think that, okay, yeah, in real life, maybe I'm like a strong six, you know, mm. but there's so few of me that when I get on stage, I become an eight. I get off stage, the dude thinks cool, this is a power play. But the thing is, if they're the type of person that goes to show after show after show, and they notice that all that male attention is now given to me, like... Are not they don't like that they they right. don't like that I think a female like a female I don't want to say groupie because that's that's a very strong word but mm. a female fan whose goal is to get with a male comic and ends up landing him she is okay with other females admiring that dude because it's like oh, okay well they admire him but I got the prize type yeah of thing. and soci- our society like kinda, that- our society kind of our society yeah.
2: kind of sets it up that way where a woman yeah. can be with a man who's admired and it's not necessarily um a, a bad, bad thing. thing. Whereas if a dude, right. a dude is almost like, oh, no, you supposed to lock that down. She's supposed to not even want this attention from right. other men, even if it's part of her job, even if it's helping exactly. her. Like so they the ego of men can be so fragile, they couldn't even handle it
1: no no it's not it's not a good thing, so what I generally do is like I don't even bother mm. to, to to take dude with me like it's not a good thing it's it's never a good thing mm. because like if i'm if I'm interacting with a crowd, I'm gonna interact with dudes as well because I get both men and women to approach me after the show mm-hmm. and you know sometimes because I think it's something about like being on stage and I'm sharing so much. Like I share about my my family and my deepest thoughts and all that stuff. Like people feel like they know me mm-hmm. on stage. So when they come up to me, it's like, oh, I'm now their friend type of thing, which is great. It's fantastic. But I've had dudes come to me and be like, oh, you know, is – is is that your dude and they still mm-hmm. want to kiss my hand and wow. they still want to get all huggy and stuff like because i'm now public property you know what right, i mean yeah. because i've been up on on stage i'll yeah, tell you it, what i would do
2: if i was trying to holler at a female comedian i would do it by heckling you know <laughs> so while she's, in, while she's in the middle of her set i'd be like you know she's like oh, uh, yeah, what else, what else? Um, you know, uh anybody from out of town, anybody from out of town, where y'all from? And then I would just yell out something like, I would love to take you out on a nice date sometime. And just wait, wait for so, me. So weird, some weird psychedelic type of thing. Yeah. No, no. So, some psychological
1: type of flip-flip going yeah. on there and be like, what? what? No, <laughs> the, the creepy, like, I know people mean well. That's the right. thing. Like, Aww. I had this old white dude hit on me and uh, his references were just too dated for me to be interested <laughs> in. Was, like, was he taking it back to 1952? <laughs> yeah, because you know. the but he didn't know any black people. You knew mm-hmm. that he stopped paying attention to black people after the 60s when he graduated. When he had to stop being a damn activist, and he had to get a corporate job, mm-hmm. and now he's retired, and he got some good money living in Fort Lauderdale with his little BMW convertible. He had no fucking references that, right. were, that were from modern ages, so he Comes up to me and is like, "Oh wow, your hair! It's, uh, like, I love your act." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." And it's like, "Oh, your hair—it's just so much like Angela Davis." So I was like, "What the
3: fuck?" I'd have been like, video. "Who is Angela Davis?"
2: You know when I when I walked in the when I walked in the bar, I said, "Look at the set of gams on that dame." <laughs> 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 uh,
1: you and your child-bearing hips—you yeah. look like the type of negress if this was 1860 you would command a fantastic price and i'd uh, be like thank you oh I did
3: guess? he oh did what he hey red <laughs> did he walk up to you say luck be my lady tonight yes right. you right there lady
2: she looked like a 10 cent she like too. a 10 cent piece walking out of a five dollar store oh. was like, what are you talking about <laughs> Like what grandpa <laughs> what where are we going with this yeah uh all right man There's we I,
1: I don't know about, you know, it's like they don't have like like an urban dictionary for old people trying to hit on you. <laughs> like, yeah. like urban dictionary, you can look up and say, what? What is what is a thought?
2: But they yeah. don't have
1: that for that mm-hmm. diet yeah.
2: piece thing. The legs went on for days. Just shit like that. Um, <laughs> Alright, right, this, this, let's, let's play our games, guys. Okay, we gotta play these games. We're having a good time, but you know, it's time to get ready to wrap up with some games. The first one being, of course, Fucking with black people. Let me play my music. Oh my God. Oh. Just fucking with them black people. Just fucking with them black. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. The game that we are all sad to have to play. Today, uh, we'll be judging another contestant um, from a billboard sign. And where is this at? Harrisburg, Harrison, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, and uh, the score from zero to 100 in intervals of 25. Here we go. All right. Uh, this is a uh, billboard. Let me turn my volume up.
0: They're meant to grab your attention. And this billboard in Harrison, Arkansas is doing just that. Actually, there's been a lot of debate at work in regards to. Yes, But Jamie Gregory and many others in town say it's garnering the wrong kind of publicity. The billboard reads, beautiful people, no wrong exits, no bad neighborhoods. It directs you to a website that indicates the town is nearly 98% white. The site also mentions area residents like the Ku Klux Klan director, Tom Robb. The new sign is underneath this one. The owner of the billboard company won't say who's responsible for either sign. The Harrison Community Task Force on Race Relations also doesn't know if the two are connected, but they say the message is similar. One task force member says she feels as if certain groups are trying to portray Harrison as anti-diversity. They're trying to stake their claim and Um, build a community for themselves that they feel like that they carry some weight in and I think the community has had enough of that and And is saying that they don't speak for them. The billboard says it's sponsored by Harrison Area Business Owners. We wanted to see which business owners were involved, so we went to that website. And what we found was a link to some realtors.
3: I don't want to be associated with it.
0: Bob Dodson says he had no idea his realty business is linked to the site until a friend told him he doesn't want to be affiliated with the group. I do not believe in what they believe at all. The website does point out that the links contained within the site does not imply sponsorship. We emailed the contact on the website, but we haven't heard back from the group. As for Dodson, he's trying to get his link removed. He wants people to know the message for all to read here isn't a true reflection of Harrison. There are a few people who are trying to speak for the entire community, and we have a loving community. In Harrison, Arkansas, Paula Morehouse, KY3 News.
2: Alright, so, I had to let Red go for a second. Um, the Skype was acting up. I gotta see if I can get it fixed. Um, but, uh, let me, matter of fact, let me do a sound check real quick while I got a chance. Cool, it's working again. Uh, let me call her back real quick. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, but, uh, uh let me wait till she gets on and we'll we'll go ahead and judge this thing. I'll explain it to her. Um just take a second real quick. Doo, doo, doo.
3: Yeah, that, that sound is crazy.
2: Yeah, um by the way, the other sign that they're talking about in this article says like anti racist is a code for anti white and it's right above welcome to Harrison, beautiful town, beautiful people, no wrong exits, no bad neighborhoods. And it's uh family a white family, like just a nuclear family of just straight up white looking people. Um uh let's see Collee back right Um oh, you call us, I'm not sure what's going on with her Skype. But um yeah, it's just you know, it's just one of those things that uh where uh I'll put it on the screen but the it's obvious that they're heading towards something. Mm-hmm you know it's not it's not like this really slick racism is kind of blatant where it's like listen guys there's nothing but white people here um and uh the, clearly clearly that's what they're going for I'm trying of to call course. uh so i would give it a hundred because uh i don't know if they the even person have him you're trying oh, to reach no don't do that i don't even know if they have a lot of black people in town uh, I don't know if they have a lot of black people in the town or not, but I just know that, personally, uh, the message is anti-black, and mm-hmm. it's disguised in like anti-white. I mean, in, in white, in this like white pride type thing, but it's like the only pride, the only way to exhibit pride is to put down other people, and uh, you know, it, the tongue in cheek, like, hey, uh, we're we're gonna say that. That we're ninety eight percent white as a plus, like who cares? You know what I mean? So, wow. uh, I would give it a hundred, man. I feel like I feel like they earned that hundred, y- uh, yes,
3: they did with flying colors too.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on with the connection to Red, right, y'all I'm working on it in the background.
3: Yeah, because this one of those things where if you were black and you thought about staying there, you are like, nope, I do not want to stay there.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's the other part that, that you know they're not going to discuss, which is that. If you are a black person, considering moving in, it's intimidating to you. So you're like, oh, so you're uh, promoting. Any
3: minority, you like, well, shit, y- 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 y'all really don't want nobody that's of non-color there. I'm out. Yeah,
2: we're promoting a lack of diversity even.
3: Yeah, and we're, we're actually proud of it, honestly.
2: Yeah, so. That's the
3: way it comes off.
2: Yeah, I see red in the chat. I don't know why I can't um, get the call. Um, see, so call me on Skype and it's sad yeah so yeah the world the world is and it sounds like other white people there are like we don't want that to be um a thing true you know what i mean like it sounds like other white people are like yeah we're not here to promote anti you know black we don't want black people to feel like they can't show up here and live here Mm -mm. that's actually not why i moved here so can you take this sign down or maybe Maybe people who even do sympathize with them or agree would be like, yeah, I don't want it publicly broadcast.
3: Yeah, because I don't want you to tell everybody we're racist.
2: Yeah, so.
3: That's one thing about it. It's funny, though, when it comes to race, racism and races, especially it, years ago, people were very open with their racism because, uh, you know, there was no punishment for being racist.
2: Oh, Says you can't get an answer. Okay.
3: And nowadays it's one of those things where when people are publicly called out for being racist, everybody wants to run away versus just accepting you're racist. That's because it's look it's frowned upon, mm-hmm. but it should be
2: frowned upon because it's fucked up. Right? Like, like anytime, like put it this way: for people that accuse, like, like to me, promoting the fact that you're not diverse is not the same as promoting diversity. Like, saying, "Hey, we're inclusive of everybody." is not the same equal and opposite of hey we are non-inclusive come live here we promise you you won't you have less than a 2% chance of living next to somebody that's not white you know of course we have old leon the gardener but he sleeps out back you know yes
3: and we also promoting the the old ku klux clan uh president you like why the fuck would I want to go there
2: yeah so like um, this is
3: dumb and it makes no sense
2: yeah man i yeah it's dumb but uh, let me see what's going on, Rhett. Man, I do not know. It says busy. Oh man, Let's I want to y'all
3: because if you if, a lot of times in Skype, if you're calling and she's calling at the same time, for some reason it cancels each each other's calls out.
2: Yeah, she's on the air in the thing, so mm-hmm. it's showing. Okay, maybe I need to hang, close my Skype again All and
3: right. and uh, start over. Yeah, yeah,
2: let me try doing that. I'm gonna close my Skype and uh, shut it down bring it back up
3: and then it's out in which what is it arkansas yeah overall how many black folks live in arkansas i don't mean no harm like i, I guarantee you it's a slow bet
2: you you know what honestly i bet you it's a nice amount of black people in arkansas because a lot of southern states have a good amount of black people populating them it's just that you know if there's a racial divide or something like that a lot of times people don't live in the same neighborhoods
3: or yeah or the same parts of the state yeah yeah or same part of the same city
2: yeah um let me see try calling her again maybe she need to close her skype and open it back up
3: yeah she may need to and call us back
2: yeah let me let me tell her to do that in the chat
3: yeah i still i still and it's funny though because we're in like 2014 and you're still dealing with 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 shit that people had to deal with back in the day even though people don't Look at it like that, but I kind of do. It's one thing where people openly and blatantly saying, look, we're racist. And you go, okay, mm-hmm. I can take the cues. And you go about your business, and you have people going, well, we're not racist. It's like, okay, you might not be, but that motherfucking sign I see right there tells me that my black ass ain't welcomed, no matter yeah. what you say.
2: It's, it's like if it's like when we went to this neighborhood, uh, my brother was trying to date this girl at the time, and in her neighborhood, they were like, um confederate flags and stuff hanging up everywhere and i think the neighborhood was called dixie or something like that i don't think it was the official name but mm-hmm. that's what people called it yes it is so then they would intimidate black people out of coming there without actually saying we're racist or don't come here but it's like you see enough confederate flags you kind of get the point all right it's like yeah, if i'm wearing a north carolina jersey i go to the neighborhood and there's nothing but duke on the side i'm gonna be like oh these people probably aren't north carolina fans well The Confederate flag is kind of the, you know, the, hey, we're probably not black people fans uh, of America.
3: Yeah, and I remember, I know we didn't talk about it, but I remember when we took our trip to see Dexter and them uh, last weekend, uh, I had a great time, a real good time. Mm -hmm. But we was out in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it was one of those things where I was like, this stretch of road is not the fucking place you want to break down on. Well, you know, it was one of those things where I think I even seen, we even passed the house, uh, like it was on like the main roads. It had like a Confederate flag outside and, you know, like real life, uh, chickens. I think I even seen like a chicken coop and like, uh, cows and shit walking around because it was flat country. But it's just one of those things where we were so far kind of in the boondies of North Carolina to it was like,
2: boonies, not uh, boondies. Uh,
3: boonies of North Carolina. It was like, this is not the place you want to break down and be black.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. We even got some hardies, and was like, well, if they're splitting on our food, that shit is gonna be delicious.
2: Yeah, that, like, that. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, certain places in America, you just feel like, okay, uh, I don't know if this place is friendly to black people. um You see this billboard? Yeah, this is one of those places. You know, I don't know what other kind of billboards they could have. You mm-hmm. know, m- you know, maybe like a bunch of them wearing hoods or something. Or you can have a billboard where people are like um you know, uh uh you know, just a family full of of white people and, but they all have like swastikas and bald heads, you know, like I, I don't know if that will work. I'm gonna try calling uh Rhett's phone. I think I have a mobile number on it. I don't think so. Let's see if we can get this to work. Rhett? Hello. Hey, there we go. All right. That was crazy. <laughs> the old fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. We will make it. Yeah, I was like, well, work. she's
3: moving, but that phone is the Skype is just like mm mm.
2: Let's get into the guest the Race game, okay? We already scored a hundred points sure. on this, this racist ass town, okay? So let's let's get to guest the race. Hopefully you can hear the music this time. Um if not, it'll be over in a couple seconds anyway. But uh let me uh let me play where's oh, music. Here we go. mm. <clears throat> Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. Where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestant today. Comedian, Rhett Thompson, to guess the race. Rhett, are you nervous?
5: I am, because I feel like it's the NSA trying to shut me
3: down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, of course,
2: you today. the chat room plays along, and they are quite racist.
3: Spart-
2: Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh,
4: not a, too woman, long you.
2: a woman has been arrested after falsely reporting a shooting at a Spartanburg school on April Fools Day.
4: <gasps>
2: mhm. Spartanburg County Sheriff Chuck Wright says more than a dozen of his deputies responded to a Virginia College to Virginia College on Tuesday morning. Wright says a woman had called 911 saying she got a text from her mother who reported that shots had been fired at the campus that and that she was hiding. When the mother didn't respond mm. to huh? What care?
5: No. No, no I head. just said mm. uh.
2: Okay. When the mother didn't respond to another message Wright says the daughter called (laughs) 911 Deputies arrived and found no shooting in progress Wright says 54 year old Angela Timmons Admitted that she had mentioned the shooting as a prank Timmons is a Virginia college employee She was jailed Tuesday on the charge of disturbing schools And online records list no attorney for her Guess the race of of Angela Timmons uh, April Fool's Day prankster uh yeah that she she still lives at home with her mom yeah she accidentally like well not the woman who turned her in but the woman who got in trouble is angela timmons 54 year old employee of virginia college in spartanburg south carolina so not her daughter but i'm assuming they probably be the same race anyway but the the woman who actually did the prank
5: um, mm, yeah, she sounds, um, a, a shooting as a prank? Yeah. Um, mm, yeah, that, that I don't She sounds, um, mm. she, wait, but she works at the school, mm-hmm. but the school is in South, is in Spartanburg. South Carolina. South Carolina. In,
2: mm-hmm.
5: in South Carolina. Yeah. And, and, she and... Thought it would be funny to call it a, a shooting.
2: Yeah, she still has no attorney listed. Also,
5: oh, see, I was gonna say white, mm-hmm. but now I'm thinking she has no attorney, so she could be black. But then, like, she's 54 and she's calling her mama, so that could be black. No, or she white. was
2: she was texting her daughter, so she's 54. Oh, she was
5: Texting her daughter, she
2: texted her daughter, "Hey, I'm at the school hiding because we got a shooting." Her daughter <gasps> called the police and said, "Hold up." My mom's at the school. She tried to text back and she didn't get a response. She called 911. And then they came to school and arrested the mama for, you know, texting that.
3: Yes, because you Uh. would send somebody in panic because they think something happened to you or anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
5: that sounds kind of white. That sounds (laughs) white. I don't know, but white people get real, uh, uh, I don't know, they've had their school shootings they get all kind of like, messy. I'm going to say white. I'm going
2: to say white. All right, Rex okay. going with white. Here we go, guys. The chat room guesses. Pranks, I'll go with Swiss cheese lover. Oh, Lord, says Elsa Crow. Uh, that's not a race. Cheesecloth, black, blacker than a dead hollow's heart. White people love April Fool's Day. White, I'm going with white. That's cheese privilege. Duck Dynasty loving meth smoking white. And weave pattern. The correct answer is <laughs> black. Oh oh so Rhett missed that one. She's 0 for 1. She guessed white. The correct answer is black. Um, And also, oh wait, did I lose Rhett? Let me call her back. <laughs> this is crazy. Call her back right now.
3: Yeah, I blame.
2: I do. I blame the NSA too. Yeah, NSA trying to stop us from being great. That's all this is. Uh, Rhett, you back? Yes, I am back. I was like, I need to know
5: if she's white or black. Well, Don't let me go to sleep without knowing it.
2: The correct answer is she was black.
3: Yeah, she was black. Oh yeah, yes. he gonna put a picture in there.
2: Yeah, you. Some people did guess white, so applause for them. And let me put the picture in here so you can see her. Yeah. Uh I, she has this look like this April Fool's Day it did not end the way I expected. No, it you know? did not. It didn't end well at all. Um oh my God. putting it in here now. Um that there you go. So she was looking pretty let down. Uh, let's go ahead and get right to the bonus round. Where's my bonus round music? Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round against the race. Brett is 0 for 1, but she could get right back in it because everything is double the points, double the racism in the bonus round. Brett, are you nervous now? I am very nervous because I feel like this is the man
5: trying to hold me back with these technical difficulties, so I got to come back with a vengeance.
2: All right, here we go. I, I didn't pick this story to be this way, but Miami, Florida. Oh, ah, yeah. Florida. A 73-year-old man who is also a registered sex offender faces charges of attempted second-degree murder, arson, and committing a hate crime after he allegedly tried to burn down a home with two women and eight children inside because the women are lesbians. Ooh. Yes, wow. and the kids apparently the kids needed to die too for some reason.
3: <laughs> Everybody can get some. Yeah,
2: the kids were all lesbians too. Miami Dade <laughs> Police said <laughs> Browley. Oh his name is Braulio Ven. Wait, Braulio Valenzuela Villanueva. Oh, okay. Seventy-three years old. He entered the lot next door to his Northwest Twenty-Seventh Avenue. House and allegedly set fire to a mattress that was leaning against the wall of the trailer occupied by the women and children. Rhett was trying to interview. Police said, (laughs) as the as the fire began to get worse, the defendant hurried back to his residence. The fire began to burn the trailer, but there were no smoke detectors inside. A neighbor, you don't say. I know, right? (laughs) What a trailer didn't have no smoke detectors. Can you believe that? How you gonna smell the meth? uh oh, a neighbor from across the street saw the fire and began to alert the people of the impending danger the women and children inside the burning trailer escaped after being awakened by the neighbor from across the street police said valenzuela villanueva came out of his home and casually began observing the fire in fact one of his neighbors had to compel him to assist by bringing a garden hose to like to fight the fire oh my god just walked out there, I'm just working on the railroad. What seems to be the problem, guys? Um <laughs> Miami-Dade firefighters put out the fire, but police say the trailer was, burnt, was burned, sustained, and sustained considerable damage. Miami-Dade police said surveillance video recorded by another neighbor captured Villan- Valenzuela Villanueva. Wait, Villanueva. Jeez, I've been saying it wrong. All right. Valenzuela Villanueza, setting the f- mattress on fire and several neighbors identify him in a video according to the arrest report after being told his rights. Valenzuela Villanueva. Wait, they changed it. That wasn't my fault. It's their fault. It's Villanueva.
4: Okay. <laughs> that was
2: made me feel stupid. Um, didn't admit to f- setting the fire, but he did say he despised the two adult victims for the simple fact that they were lesbians. By the way, is there anything more TV predictable than that bullshit where someone's like I didn't kill him but God knows I hated his guts and I would have did it if I could. Like that's still motive dickhead, you yes, know what I mean? That is that is. Like if I'm a cop, I don't mark you off the list of suspects cuz you admitted to hating them. Like you go to the top. To, to the very top. You yeah. become suspect number 1. Yeah, you watch too much oh Law my and Order. God. <laughs> Uh, further, he stated every time he saw them kissing, he felt a deep repugnance. In his opinion, they did not deserve to have children. Uh, Bell was set at 230 K for him. Who are you to decide this? Yeah. I bet that, that deep feeling in his gut was digging hard. Um, Rhett guess the race of Mr. Uh, what was his first name? Braulio Villa Valenzuela Villanueva.
5: Hmm. I mean, the name screams Latin, mm-hmm. and that neighborhood is kind of like, I don't know, well, it could be Latin, or it could be, it could be a very conservative Haitian, <laughs> but with that name, I, I'm going to say Latin.
2: I right, let's check the chat room. He could have put out the fire, he could have put the fire out with his back, Oh. L. Oh. Rowan. Ed Fred Phelps Conqueso. Ah, uh, ah. in fuego latino mad because they didn't give him wait what Mad because they didn't give him some pink taco I pour dios me, mexicano he's Cuban oh, wow. B homo demon with the moisturized back uno loco abuelo owner this of fantasy is, island
3: oh my god
2: one who loves Cadoba Taco Bell or Polo Rico and needs a translator when they snitch on the first 48 <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one refried <laughs> beans uh that was, that was that was hustle crow by the way uh refried beans fiery latin temper side of the highway fruit salesman the correct answer is latino you did it you did you it every- get back into the game everybody got it she was yes. able to get back yes. into the game um all right let's let's do one more and this kind of borders on sword ratchetness so maybe we can just close with this story uh a 14 year old has been arrested on two counts of first degree murder of cuir de, Al- de aline well in cuir de aline, i guess there's some i don't know where the fuck this is located idaho there's a place in idaho that has a sophisticated French name. Wow.
4: Oh. That, that <laughs> don't be all. That.
2: Yeah. In the killing of his father and younger brother. Oh, the two what were, the sh- hell? yeah, the two were shot and killed Monday night. Uh, and police arrested the juvenile suspect shortly after nine thirty PM. PM. Um, the team was arrested at the same address as the shooting Tuesday morning. Police identified the suspect as Eldon Samuel. The third, Fourteen uh-huh. years old, fourteen. Terrible time for kids. Samuel is suspected of killing his father, Eldon Samuel Jr., forty-six, and his younger brother, Jonathan Samuel thir- Samuel thirteen. Police identified the teen, even though he is a juvenile, because he is being charged as an adult in the killings. Police say uh-huh. Samuel called nine one one to tell them a shooting had occurred. Authorities say he used a handgun, shotgun, a knife, and a machete in the killing of his father and brother. Caesar. Yeah, he brought the fool. He wanted to be
3: sure they weren't coming back.
2: He was hitting the Y button, switching, switching guns and shit. RB. Uh authorities say the teen shot his father in the head and then shot and stabbed and cut his younger brother. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Ah. He must have really hated his brother. Uh search warrant was executed at one A.M. They collected the evidence to document the crime scene. The family had recently moved. Uh, from California, a Representative from Saint Vincent de Paul confirmed the victims were living in a transitional uh, house at Can- at, Can- at Canfield Middle School, where the younger brother Jonathan went to school. of crisis assistance team has been called in, and counselors and school administrators are working to help students cope with this tragedy. Bond has been set at one million dollars. He's in custody right now at the Public Safety Building. Guess the race of Mister. Fourteen-year-old uh, Mister. Eldon Samuel the Third.
5: Mm. Well, with that kind of name, (laughs) with that kind of Eldon Samuel III, I would have thought Caribbean, but it's Idaho. And I don't know any black people who purposefully say, you know what, there's 50 states, there's 48 contiguous states. You know what, I'm going to choose Idaho of all of them. I'm going to go
2: with whites. All right, let's check the chat room. Damian Wayne going through puberty. Skin tone, color, match the inside of a baked potato. Oh, D- ooh. Doomsday. What the heck? I know. Now I want a baked potato. I agree. Ah, Doomsday. Butter well, and cheese and broccoli and some bacon bits. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, Doomsday prepper, white. No relation. Michael Myers, white mask, white. Unabomber living off the land, preparing for the new world order, white. Uh, the correct answer is, wreck got it, white. White. Yes, she came back with vengeance, didn't she? I really thought Eldon Samuel the third sound like a black NBA player and everybody would guess black, but nobody did that. Mm-hmm. So um congratulations well, to everybody.
5: If, if he was black, then definitely he would be killing somebody in Idaho. If somebody sent me to Idaho, everybody's gonna to have to die. What mm-hmm. the hell? Not <laughs> my teen years. <laughs> That's probably why he got mad,
2: ain't that now But this damn corn? Uh, Howard in the chat. Howard in the chat is trying to holler at Rhett. He says, "Always good to have Rhett and her resplendent smile back." So, oh, thank you. This, if you would have been here on time, Howard, you know that that's not the way to get at her. You should have told her (laughs) you hated the show. She was terrible. You didn't (laughs) like her technical difficulties, and then try to get in the DMs. But uh, make, sure, make sure you check out Red. Um, Black and These Chick uh, is her podcast. com yes. is her website. Uh, she's got a yes. show April the 11th um, if, uh, in, in Miami, right?
5: In Miami. If you're ever in Miami, yes. Just hit me up. I also do like a regular comedy show on Mondays too, like an open mic. So if anyone's interested in doing comedy in Miami, come on down.
2: And uh, you know, Rhett, it is wonderful to have you on. We always mm. enjoy you. One of our favorite people. Yes, you are. Uh and uh love having you on the show, man. Even with we your do. penchant for Loving Swords and Yay. uh you know, being <laughs> being crazy with these controversial opinions. Uh i I'll we will keep bringing you back. We don't mind. Um uh, make- I love you guys. You know what? You know what? I've
5: always wanted to do this. I listen to the black eyes and tips cause Rod and Karen keep inviting me back to the show.
2: <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, check out com. TVGWT is the code there. Make sure you check out Shadow Doll Productions, uh, the TVGWT page. And, uh, we'll be back Saturday with the we feedback will. show. And thank um, you for that, Rick. And premium people, we will be back on, um, well, Friday to mm-hmm. do Balls Deep Sports, so. We will. Until then, I love you. I
3: love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.